So how long have y'all been playing D&D and what class do you play? Um, I'm going to let somebody else answer this because I won't be long winded. <laughs> I haven't played in years, but when I did do pen and paper, I was playing with a group of people that did vampire. Oh. Um, I was Bruja and they screwed up and let me have um, a van <laughs> that I I poured all of my points into the van as a weapon it's a long story <laughs> they, they messed up um let's just say they messed up that's very dungeons and jaddies of it uh <laughs> i i support it <laughs> that's great bring your honda odyssey i don't it's great man you say vampire as in vampire the masquerade yes so i never played it but i had a friend that played it he went or no he didn't play he got invited to play he was new to it, and this girl that liked him invited him, and he just kind of wanted yes. something to do, mm-hmm. but he didn't really like to come back. Girl. But anyway, they went over <laughs> there, and the dude running it was like this this weirdo, and somebody was like, hey, man, dude, the, the dungeon master, whoever, he's kind of weird, and every time someone new comes, he makes his character R-word your character. No. Uh, We're just going to let you know. So he was like, all right. So when yeah. he was making his character... He put all his like attribute points or whatever into uh-huh. a move called ass teeth. Shut up. That exists? <laughs> I don't know. I, this, this is how we describe it. That's like, some homebrew shit so right he there. Put all his yeah. Stuff in the move called ass teeth. And like the, the main dude was busy like talking about something and being full of himself. And somebody else went to approve the character sheet and he saw it and he was like, <laughs> I know where this is going. Uh, you got it. So like Why the. Would you? The dungeon master didn't know about ass teeth. Anyway, they went to went. Uh, they start playing, and learned today. <laughs> sure enough, the thing happens, and he like teleports my friend's character into like a cage or something. And he was like, "All right, well, I use my move ass teeth, and because he put all his attribute points in it, it didn't miss." And here's this nerd that's super full of himself that thinks it's really funny that he does oh, this thing God. to everybody, and his character just got his dick bit off. Uh, he was uh, not happy. Uh, <laughs> and so the whole thing broke up. Darn. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't see that going on much longer. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Wait, what is the name of this one over. again? Vampire the Masquerade? Vampire. Okay. I thought that one was always known for having people who played it that were always horny. Like, I mean, a little bit. Yeah. You're not. A little bit. It, it, okay. What you're saying checks out, right? All right. Yeah. No, there are, a lot of them were real quick to want to go LARP, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, nah, I didn't do that. Oh. I'm brown. <laughs> I can't be in public doing that stuff. <laughs> He's got a weapon. <laughs> Get out. Take it off. Uh, Chris, uh, what tomorrow. were you saying? How long have you been playing? Uh, so I started in t- uh, 2018. Uh, I think it was because of community. So their D and D episode go. got me started. Um, Last character I played was a drow cleric. I can't remember the deity's name, but like uh, her deity was the god of the dead. So basically, she was okay with letting people pass. <laughs> she would she would help people along, like you know, willingly or unwillingly. So it was it was an interesting character. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we can't let him die. <laughs> or can we? <laughs> Kareem, I don't know if you play, but I know you've been playing Baldur's Gate nonstop. Oh man, I want to play so bad. Wait, I mean, there's a bunch of D and D groups uh, around DC, like a lot, a lot, a lot. I've been finding out, but I'm too 
anti, I guess, to just kind of jump in. Untangible? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to roll the dice if you're not, you know? <laughs> I thought Kareem was going to be here. Kareem is always here. He's always around. <laughs> always around. <laughs> Kareem, the number generators exist on the internet. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> For the listeners, uh, this is a running joke because Kareem hasn't turned his camera on in five months. But uh, but no, I I have been on Baldur's Gate uh, almost obsessively. I've heard it's fun. It, Mauricio it's so told me only just found out that Baldur's Gate had anything to do with uh, Dungeons and Dragons. He told me yeah. some place in there. And then when I watched the movie, because this is my first time seeing the movie, I was like, "Oh, they they said it." Yeah. Okay. They even yeah. mentioned Neverwinter. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, like Baldur's Gate being the, the city and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, like and then I started putting putting it together. Like, oh yeah, Neverwinter Nights. Oh, that's D and D too. Oh yeah, Ice all these El- El- Elminster's in Baldur's Gate. He's also you know mentioned in the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, I, I didn't I know did. that all these games were like in the lore. Yeah. I, I geeked out during that ma- like that opening map sequence because like I was like mm. I know that place I know that place too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, Ren? If, if you have a PC, I do suggest getting it. I technically have a PC, is not nearly strong enough to watch to, to play it. I'll be After we'll we'll talk later. We'll talk later. I'm still waiting to get a PS5, man. Um, sorry, but but D and D. So my parents played when i was a kid so they'd bring me into their games every once in a while i'd be like eight i played for the first time like with other adults i mean young 20s dudes and had a character that was a half orc warden named Bregs, dumb as a fucking rock which is great because i you know i'm not good at math um <laughs> so uh it was it was great it was a, it was a fun experience and then literally could never find anybody to play it is so hard to get adults together mm-hmm. i'm still not even able to do that now but i was able to bring my guy back because i'm running a campaign for my son and his friends actually Neat. both my sons and a couple of my older son's friends captive audience yeah yeah they're they're stuck, they're stuck. <laughs> i don't even know how stuck they are i'm literally just kind of making things up as we go along like i'm learning as they're learning but uh it's a lot of fun it's going to be great when i give them their first like favorite npc death Oh, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna be so upset. Just, just trauma. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't relish in doing it, but they have to, they have to deal with it sometime. <laughs> you reminded me when you said warden. I completely forgot. My older brother mm-hmm. is in the demographic of men who uh, played Dungeons and Dragons to escape the confines of prison. Oh. I just I sent you a thing on going, that too. But you I was did. Like, Wait, you yeah. did send me that, and it, I don't know how it slips my mind. He used to have a sword on his wall that he received mm-hmm. in a um, like something. He, there was some kind of thing where you could win a competition, fill out paperwork, send it in, and they would send you a sword. Nice, cool. Which I thought was like that's impossible. That's crazy. But that's how the seventies and eighties in prison. Yeah. But he didn't get in prison. He didn't get this when he was out of prison. I was waiting for that. That was my question. He he did all that after he left prison. He was like, oh, no, I'm going to get my paperwork filled out because I did this. And I was like, that's I I had to do that much work to become a notary. You get a sword? Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong line of work. They played in prison? Mm -hmm. That's dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And it's yeah. apparently still a very huge thing. Nice. Yeah, uh, I sent him a video earlier. A uh, guy was interviewing a woman who had basically done a bunch of research between prisons and like they would have to go through extreme lengths just to be able to like 
play a part of a round. A round mm-hmm. is typically six seconds and it goes through all the characters. Basically like you do an action, you get a minor action, you get a move and then we're going to go to the next person. And if you have 11 people in a turn, that's mm-hmm. a whole turn. If you're sending notes, secret notes to other people, that's extending the length of it. That is uh, amazing. I want to see this documentary. It is so crazy and tedious. It's it's sad that they've got to go through so many means just to play oh, yeah. a game. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, just let them play the fucking game. It's not going to hurt anybody. They're not it's escaping. A, right. <laughs> the fact that their groups are more tight-knit than adults that are in the free world. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't even talk to my neighbors. Like, right? what do you mean? What do you mean they have a group? Could prison? you imagine like finding out that like Dungeons and Dragons is like solving racism in prisons? Right? Like, the, that'd the, be great. The the, 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 uh, the rival gangs are actually like, like hey, hey, not- hey, hey, don't you tear, don't you talk shit about Jose? He's our cleric. Yes, right. <laughs> I'll beat the shit out of you in real life. <laughs> man that's that's great i I never knew that so (laughs) my first time playing dungeons and dragons i fell asleep while making my character everybody else (laughs) kept going and they played while i snored on the couch my second time was with ren he uh somehow i don't know was it you i guess you you were the dungeon master i'm assuming you're the one who organized no no cat cat was done uh dm so i don't yeah i don't remember if i coordinated with her her i think she just put up a a post and then Mm -hmm. had a bunch of people respond but it was like my first time talking to you in that context and playing online for that matter cool okay yeah so it was cat was dm cat from Mm -hmm. uh, keeping it creepy with cherry and cat you hear Mm -hmm. cherry up here sometimes ren was there i was there cherry mauricio uh who still has one episode under his belt he was on the air episode and i think there was one other person like maybe you had a friend no um i actually never met him uh filipino dude i think so i think it's filipino dude over on the on the west coast also in california okay yeah so it was Mm -hmm. like six of us right yeah i was playing a filipino giant basically (laughs) oh kanye the giant yeah he was just (laughs) and he had a fat stove and he was dumb as hell I, I have a recurring theme with the characters I generate. I see. I see. And all bad at math. Mine was, I forgot the actual. Not based on any real world anything. No. <laughs> Great at math. Love numbers. I forgot the, the actual name, so forgive me, hardcore D&D folks. But it was, uh, uh, I, I was a lion paladin, like a lion oh. humanoid uh, that was my race, and I was a paladin. Oh, furry? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, pin the tail on for authenticity when we played. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to be a paladin? I did not realize that playing Walter's yes. Gate. Yep. I am yep. not a good person because nope. <laughs> I've tried three times and broken your oath. I break my oath like within 15 minutes each time. Man, you have a lot in common with one of the characters in our movie this week, then. Yes. <laughs> Already got the questions lined up for the end of the show. Oh, yeah. there you go. Well, no, because I, um, uh, whenever we play these types of games with my friends, they always make me the the tinky character, whether it's Overwatch, Final Fantasy, the, you know, is, you know, can you, can you, can you t- I might want to throw some magic out, you know, let me, can I, can I be, in- no, no, it's always a tinky class. You and, said, yeah, you know, tinker tank, I, tinky, 
Tank. Tanky. 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 Okay. Tank. Tank with a Y. Tank. Tank. That means something else in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have a UK audience. I have to make sure. <laughs> uh, but I got you. I got to look up terms now. <laughs> uh, no, nah, keep going. I'm sorry. But no, nah, uh, but yeah, I'm trying Paladin this go around because y'all yeah, thought me, hey, you know, Paladins look cool. No, 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 break, breaking my oath. You know, I, I'm not even knowing why the oath is broken because I'm, I, you know, one. Because <laughs> you're not even thinking about it. You just, you just. No, we, 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 there's one mission where I don't want to ruin, spoil anything for anybody, but you, you know, you gotta make a decision whether you're gonna, um, you defeat somebody and if you're gonna let them live and they do something for you, give you something. Or if you're just going to, you know, no, I'm going to smite you instantly. No, you're evil. And I said, huh, well, we beat you. So, you know, that sounds cool. I, I do need that. All right. Okay. Evil paladin pops up. You've broken your oath. Like, wait, who's this? What? I did what? No. Okay. All right. This is okay. I wouldn't I'm break at. my oath. Oh, okay. Oh, you would. <laughs> oh, you would. It's it's, it's not as it's not. No, as, I'm uh, I'm the dude who plays those type of games. Like like, no, I won't kill this NPC. Yes, I'll save this cat. Like I, I don't got it. Like I'm sorry. We restarted and they made me the paladin with the oath of vengeance because that's more because you're a dickbag. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Look now, if you're if you're doing bad and you're killing people, I just want to kill you. I'm just gonna. It's the easiest. I'm not. I'm not Batman. I'm not gonna leave everybody alive <laughs> to keep doing it. Now the group won't. They won't let me talk to any of the NPCs for story or anything because you know because my. <laughs> well, no, because the options are are is 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 very is varied but still limited because I'm a paladin. You know, I get paladin responses. Mm-hmm. And because I'm the oath of vengeance, one of the responses is, "No, I'm good. No, you did evil. I'm gonna kill you." Okay. I guess <laughs> and, you and it's like, but though. we need, we need that. We might need them. I'm gonna kill him. I'm a, no. Kareem, go in the back. It's going back. I, I feel like I'm on the other side of the spectrum, is because I can never do bad. Yeah. In RPGs, I immediately think I'm, I'm gonna do, a, I'm gonna do a mean playthrough this time, and then like I accidentally kick, kick a puppy and I reload yeah. the game. <laughs> it's like kick this puppy. It's like I can't do well, that. Well, <laughs> well, that's the interesting thing about Baldur's Gate is is there's no way to at least I've seen so far to do a completely good playthrough. You're gonna do something that's not mm. quite you know on the spectrum of of good. You're gonna there, there's gonna be something in there. At some point, where you're like, uh, 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 okay, all right, okay. But I did because of Alders Gate. I do want to play D and D now, though. I do want to. Cool. Yeah, do a I miss pen and paper. There's a ton of options now, too, man. Yep. All right. On that note, thank you for joining us today. This, this is your first time with us. We're the secret guild of brown kids. Who are the secret <laughs> guild of brown kids? It's a secret. But you might be able to find us adventuring and dungeon diving in a well-structured party in hopes of liberating ill-gotten booty. <laughs> well-structured party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Key. I mean, we'll, we'll figure out the roles in a second here. It's like, no, no we're all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> One mass suggestion, it's all over. My name is Tiff Zilla, uh, your host on this podcast, where I make my friends watch movies with me and talk about their feelings. And on the panel oh, no. today, I'm sorry, in the party today... Uh, mm. Always a dungeon, never a dragon. Tim, roar. <laughs> Rolled a nat twenty once, fifteen years ago. Ren, mm. numbers. 
Uh, bombastic barbarian from Baldur's Gate that baked us up some bog beast buttered biscuits, and now we all have bubble guts. Kareem, wow! And, <laughs> wow! And introducing wow. our newest member of the guild, a uh, new secret brown kid alert, Chris. That's funny. Critical. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today, if you haven't guessed after 15 minutes of talking about this, uh, the movie of the episode is Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, came out this year, 2023. Yeah, and it's about a, a charming thief and his band of uh, unlikely adventures embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic. But things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. And hilarity what's, what's his class a thief in the movie no he's, no, a, bard. he's a bard okay no okay i have a thing about that Uh-oh. i'm gonna bring up later okay. okay i forgot to announce myself as a dungeon master of ceremonies but oh yeah whatever i can't get all the jokes uh yeah it was released this march <laughs> currently streamed on amazon prime and I missed it because uh, my mom had surgery and I wasn't going to the movies, but everyone saw it and they seemed to love it. And I was like, man, I missed out, but finally caught it. I just watched it for the first time last night and I get what the hype is. So cool. This might be my favorite Michelle Rodriguez movie. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent agree. That's Still a, hard, a movie about family. Right. That's a hard question uh, or for me because I think she I've got, seen She a- got to be really emotive yes she got- in this i don't want to i don't want to be too weird mm-hmm. this is some of the best acting i've ever seen her do yeah. right i don't <laughs> i think like, it's the first comedy was, was, i've ever seen her in like she, she was, was going she, hard yeah i don't think she's done full-on comedy but she's i've seen her crack jokes before and when mm-hmm. she does it's always that deadpan like she's yeah. good at it but this is the first time where she's had so much in one place. So that's yeah, it, it does feel like this role was kind of engineered for her, her yeah. type. You right. know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. they gave her barbarian. You know, like yeah, I mean, yeah, barbarian. Yeah. I mean, she's pretty much analogous yeah. to Michelle Rodriguez. I don't like saying she's typecasted because sometimes that typecasted implies like she didn't have a choice kind of deal, but she just mm-hmm. might. I think she just genuinely likes. Yeah. Leans playing into this, tough, this role, tough, yeah. Tough woman yeah. roles, yeah. Like yeah. we could put a butch lesbian in this role, or Michelle Rodriguez. Mm. I, I don't mean, have any problems with that. She, it's just, it's right in that spot. Yeah, she is a butch lesbian. Though. Is she? Yeah. I oh, <laughs> I didn't even know she was. I didn't even know that she. I didn't even know that she was. <laughs> well, that's, that's there. You have it. She's just like, hey, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> we wrote it for a butch lesbian. Well, <laughs> say less. <laughs> I got you covered. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, directed by uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who I guess they're a, a, a duo, and they did a Game Night and Vacation. Game Night was really good. I remember Like a Vacation, too, but I think I haven't heard a single bad thing about Game Night. But yeah, so starring Chris Pine, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, as we said, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, Reggae Jean Page. I'm going to circle back to that. Uh, Hugh Grant, Daisy Head, and Chloe Coleman. I'm proud of myself because I've been fucking, not only have I been fucking this man's name up for a while, but I thought him and 
Kingsley Benadire was the same fucking person. Oh no! Uh, so I was watching Secret Invasion. I was like, "Hey, hey, hey, Cherry, look, it, it's the Bridgerton dude." And she's like, "That's not him." And I was like, "What?" Oh no! And she's like, "That's a whole different person." <laughs> <laughs> look, they're, they're, oh, okay, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Mixed British dudes. They got hyphens yeah. in their names. It was, it yeah. was. You know oh, what? Man. <laughs> the, the, the and then I wasn't even saying his name right. I was complexion. calling this man Reggie. And she was I, like, I'm Reggie isn't Reggie his too. name. And so I looked it up. It's it's Reggae John. Reggae John is the first name. I was like, oh, man. I, and like, so it's a good thing she said something because I would have brought my ass up here calling this man Reggie and Bridgerton's, uh, the Bridgerton fan base would have uh, killed me. Irate. You can keep your brown card for now. <laughs> <laughs> man. So don't let it happen again. <laughs> <laughs> You're on thin ice, buddy. Hey, don't. Don't feel bad. I think I just figured out from this movie that Justice Smith is an American. Oh, <laughs> I didn't did, know that. Did, he's done. Y'all British didn't know before. that. No, he's done. He just <laughs> haven't seen a lot of his his uh the his, get down and everything American else he plays. Yeah, he, he plays a lot of American characters. But just so. Tim hasn't seen him. Yeah, yeah. I I've seen mostly the stuff where he's like, whoa, 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 what's up? And uh, now, <laughs> now I'm like, oh, that's coming out really. Mm-hmm. Okay, figured it out. In it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, shout out and apologies to Reggae Jean Page. He's uncocking his gun right now. <laughs> did, he, did he ever get the sword? Because wasn't there a thing where he wanted the the prop sword from the movie, but they wouldn't let him have it for some reason? Why not? This is news to me. I thought that was a thing, and then it was like a whole social media thing, like give him the sword. Give him the sword. Give Reggie, or sorry, then fucked it up again. <laughs> Give Reggie Jean his sword. Yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know about that, but I mean, if he waits six months and just go to a convention, it's going to be there at the sword dude shop. <laughs> you know what? That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, just, just show up at uh, any con. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, budget was $150 million, box office, 93 domestic, 115 international, 208 worldwide. I think by today's standards, which is incredibly fucked up, that is not a success, which irks the Mm. shit out of me. Okay. I I have a question. Is it unsuccessful in it being an advertisement or is it unsuccessful in it being a movie to lead to a sequel? Because this felt like it was very much to try to aggregate attention to the franchise of just D&D itself. I don't know for sure. Well, you... Not, without getting specific to this movie, I'm just talking about the industry in general. Yeah. When they okay. Do, okay. So if they're spending lately, if they're spending above a hundred thousand, they want five hundred thousand plus back. But okay, so I want five times as much. Even though it's it's a uh, because you know like superhero movies done and you know these big Disney movies then changed everything, so that's what they all try to get. And that's mm-hmm. why they're all after these franchisable properties. Yeah. And like, I hope we get a sequel. I really enjoyed this, but sixty uh, million over. Like, I don't know if a studio would consider that an astounding so, success. From which, my understanding, the way it works is that um, so the one fifty is is how much you made to make the movie. It doesn't include the advertising the, budget. Yeah, the marketing. Yeah, and uh, okay. so because of the market, basically with the marketing budget, it didn't hit basically making money. So it, it's a loss, which is dumb. Mm. But I mean, they still got time to make money, and you know, syndication and DVDs, and <laughs> me buying yeah. a DVD, uh, rentals. Uh, but 
you know, they already make their decision after like the first couple of weeks of release. So whatever. I will say that John Wick is one of those movies that didn't do well in theaters, but like because it got so popular later on. After the fact, it persists. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's possible. Like it's, it's still in the game. But yeah. So Rotten Tomatoes, uh, audience 93, critics 91, which is, you know, great. Really On a future episode that isn't going to be super long like this one probably is going to be, uh, I'll get into the Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> thing. A Variety article came out, Variety, mm-hmm. about uh, studios gaming the Rotten Tomatoes system. And since we mention it every episode, we might as well talk about it, but later. Yes. So shout outs before we start. Oh, In yeah. DC, uh, shout out Lady G. I don't know if she how she feels about me saying her full name. So I'm going to just call her Lady G. I figured out who that was listening over there. And she's the first person to follow us on social media. Yay. Yeah. All right. Also, uh, <laughs> shout out uh, Missouri. I don't know who's in St. Louis or wherever totally uh, going through our catalog, but we love you. Hmm? And we still got our usual suspects. Oh, also Brazil came back. Yay. Uh, no. Texas don't love us no more. No, yay. Oh, Tejas. But anyway. That's not very big of y'all. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to remind y'all, if you're listening on the regular, make sure you uh, have subscribed, liked, all that stuff. And moving forward, spoiler warning. We're going to spoil the movie. Uh, it came out this year, so, you know, I guess it still might be fresh for some people like me. Uh, but <laughs> it's on Amazon, like I said. Everybody got Prime, right? So check it out. It's mm-hmm. definitely worth it. 93% of us feel. Is <laughs> <laughs> a recommended so, watch somewhere uh, between a 6 and a 10. <laughs> uh, so, real quick, how do we feel without getting too much into it? It's good. It's fun. It's a very fun movie. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, like, uh, it was. It's, it's up there for my movies of the year so far. Yeah. All right. A really well done movie that just kept drawing me in. I had a, a good time. It actually surprised me how how fun and good it was because I, I thought this was one of those things where it was a too big thing to really do a movie on. You mean like the early I mean, 2000s the 2000 D&D oh, movie? Lord, Lord, there was Lord, a 2000. Lord. I knew it was going to come up. Yeah, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons movie that came out in 2000. Uh, yeah. I don't remember anything about it aside from Marlon Wayans was in it. Lucky. It was <laughs> bad. It was and bad. there's a scene which they kind of replicate in this one and they did it a bit better, which I'll get to. But that's like, <laughs> it's, it's just funny to me that the one scene I remembered from the movie, they, they did it in this one. But, uh, like no yeah. no do over do over <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. people go to the bar in every campaign you can have things repeat yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah that that movie i don't know if it has anything to do with how bad it is because that's not usually how these things work it's usually some sort of legal thing but i don't even see it like on tv streaming anywhere it's like it got erased from existence i it think on it is on I, I think it is on amazon right now oh okay when I searched for so this they found i think it. i saw it yeah uh and I already said I liked it, so. Yeah. Let's start going through the movie. So film starts roll. out at a tower prison in the middle of a snowy tundra where we meet our main characters, uh, Edgen, which is Chris Prime, and Holga, which is uh, Michelle Rodriguez. It's their second year in prison for grand larceny and skullduggery. <laughs> skullduggery. Love that but, one. That's but like- they're up for a, a pardon hearing, right? And Yeah. Edgen tries to stall the hearing because Councilman Jonathan hasn't arrived yet, and he's counting on him being there so they can get their freedom, but he's forced to make his plea anyway. 
And what we see is that Egan was a harper, uh, an order of a peacekeeper, until his wife was killed by a red wizard's blade, and he broke his oath. After that, Holga joins him because she pitied his motherless child. <laughs> Not him, but the baby. And, like, together they... Uh, they kind of became their own little family unit. They weren't a couple. They were like brother and sister. And yeah. they raised the kid yeah. together. And they turned to thievery to get by, right? Mm-hmm. And joining yeah. them was an amateur sorcerer named Simon. That's uh, Justice Smith. And a rogue con artist named Forge, Hugh Grant. I haven't seen... I shouldn't say I haven't seen a lot of Hugh Grant movies. But like some of his like pillars... like what's a, What is it? Uh, is it Love Actually? And then there's yeah, I was gonna, yeah, it's just like yeah. Love Actually. I love actually, actually, it's Love Actually like, and Allegations. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I've seen enough of Hugh Grant to know that like he he's best at being just this kind of character. This yep. <laughs> a smarmy scumbag. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He plays it so well. Uh, so he's not acting. I, I totally. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot that he was in the movie when he popped up, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" And then I got excited again. <laughs> um, I think his role, Michelle Rodriguez and Chris Pine, it almost feels like they were these were written Perfect, for them, right? Yeah. Specifically, right. Um, oh man. I did also like the amount of authenticity that went into the naming convention of the Aarakocra. Yes, the, the first thing. Uh, that's, Aarakocra that's is the, the bird. The, the spatial, the bird. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Um, Jarnathan, that sounds like a name you make up on a character yes. seat that you're like, yep. uh, 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 I've been thinking about this for 10 minutes. I gotta put something down. They're like, Jonathan, Jonathan. get your shit together. It... We're trying to play a game. He's like, Jarnathan. J-R-N. <laughs> the Aarakocra. I like the fact that they included like the, like an Aarakocra at all. I was just like, yeah. really? Oh, wow. Okay. The, the. I don't know if you'd call it prosthetic because it seems like a, a big ass suit with apparatus yeah. that you put on, but they went a really weird direction where it seems like they made it really difficult to replicate for future movies because everything is kind of like robotic and stiff a little mm-hmm. bit. That's that's one of the things I have. An I issue enjoyed with. that. I it's, like it. I thought it was. Yeah. I like it. I appreciate it, but I don't know why they didn't go to making things look a little bit more human. Because even in the books, they they still have like a human musculature, you know. Mm-hmm. The, they like probably the decided that they yeah. would do it practical and then went from there. <laughs> and it was like, we're not going to worry about CGI. And it, because it's practical and it's just a human in a suit, the mm-hmm. suit had to be bulky. Mm-hmm. I, I will I say, I prefer practical. I don't like CG. I don't think it would have been the same kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But just something made all of the other races, like the Dragonborn, mm-hmm. uh, the Tabinks. I can't remember what the cat people were. But they look so much less like they do in the books, you know mm. what I mean? Because they look—they're bulkier. The like the the cat head, huge. Yeah. I don't so, know as much as you do, but like the goofiness of all of that, yeah, I loved it because the movie was a goofy movie. Exactly, mm-hmm. it was. So it, it was it, still like, charming. I'm not taking a, anything away. From oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It added a layer for me, and like mm-hmm. uh, on the council, it was two humans and a drag dragonborn. Dragonborn, yep. I uh, think one of them was a dwarf. Yes, the, the uh, lady. The lady oh. was a dwarf, mm-hmm. um, or she might have been a halfling. She was just a small person, mm-hmm. um, okay. and, well, and then a dragonborn, which yeah, was awesome. The, there was, was one. Awesome. The dragonborn was the one in prosthetics, and like when I first saw him, and I was like, "Oh, we're not 
we're not like, this is the level anything. of movie we're watching yeah okay and i was like okay <laughs> and how he how stiff he was as goofy as it was like you said it was yeah. still charming and i like that all of them had very dark crystal kind mm-hmm. of feel to yeah, them yeah. um as soon as a movie tips in like a guillermo del toro movie heavy into prosthetics i'm sold like you know what i mean i don't have qualms with it it just seemed like it'd be difficult to do it in another up. movie yeah uh yeah so they were later joined by the mysterious Sophina. Sophina, right? Oh, anyway, yes. I'll call. I, she's Sophina all through my notes. So Sophina, <laughs> who got them to raid Harper's stronghold, where mm-hmm. Edgen would be able to find a tablet of reawakening, uh, in order to for him to bring back his dead wife. But things go south, and Edgen and Holger were captured. Right. Mm-hmm. So as soon as Edgen finished telling the story to the council, and they're about to announce the judgment, Councilman Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> like we said, who's a humanoid bird person. Uh, we said Aracocra. Aracocra, yeah. that yeah. word. Uh, he comes in because he was delayed by the storm, and, <laughs> and Edgen runs over and hugs him, and he's like, "Ah, Jonathan, you're here. I'm so happy you're here." And so, like the way they were making it seem was like he would just have sympathy yeah for the story nah mm-hmm. these motherfuckers because he's a bird person they had a plan <laughs> which they enacted uh the, to jump on him knock him out the window and hopefully like he would start flying and break their fall and then they just run away hey, which bro. is what they do and that shit was so funny to me because like when they get <laughs> as soon as they go out the window uh, one of the ladies on the council, uh, you said she's a dwarf or halfling or whatever. All years go, Jonathan! <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan! I, I also love the, we approved your pardon. <laughs> yeah. On their way out. <laughs> They'd waited like 10 seconds. Yeah, but wait, seconds. we approved your pardon though. <laughs> so, uh, I, I believe, so I just wanted to bring this up real fast. I believe during the exposition, because uh, he's trying to kill time until Jonathan gets there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He tells him about everything, including uh, how he came to the point of stealing, right? Like mm-hmm. he talked about the red wizards killing his wife. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Did that part happen already? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my, th- this leads to my theory that he is not a bard. He is an oath breaker paladin because he also never casts any bard spells the mm. entire movie. He's just hitting people with a loot. <laughs> that's it the spell could be on the loot he's never cast any spells though i well he, unless he's a, him he's, his an plans... paladin. he's not acting as a paladin well wait wait did he though because what, do oath breakers paladins are they able to not are they not able to cast spells anymore i after? thought it they, severed they their lose... connection to their deity so they lose their powers oh, okay they lose their powers and are supposed to get another power set once you accept the fact that you broke your oath but if you I mean, don't it he never accepted you, that yeah it leaves you like in a, in a limbo in yeah. fact at some point we'll get to the character he says that you might have given up on your oath but your oath hasn't given up on you so shouldn't he still have powers no not if you're not accepting oh, any of it yeah okay so he's just in a limbo yeah he's yeah. like psycho he made a psychological like dam between himself and like whatever he swore. All right, that's fair. But I don't think it's I don't think it's a bard. I think that was just like a red herring. Uh, I, I will say that. So he does. I think he casts. Like I'm going to assume he casts charm when they're trying to to sneak into the. Uh, the no, key. that was that was. I just think that's a, just a successful. That role. was Simon. That was well, Simon. It was, it was in conjunction yeah. with. So that would be like a help action. So he was helping him to to cast charm so they can sneak past. I. But you could be right. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I never saw a single Wait. bard spell. 
Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. So, so what? So was that a successful role when uh when uh Hug was when they were on a horse after she visited uh, her? Oh, it's later. But uh, when they were on a horse and she was all upset and he started singing. And she instantly got happy. I feel like they put so much Singing special effects her. into every single time a I mean, spell is cast mm-hmm. that just it just seems like he's just playing a song to try to make her feel better. I don't in know. That moment, like, but they're already like longtime buddies. So yeah, but still, but still, I mean, yeah, that, but there, but it was like almost like a light switch it, at how at how she just I, you know. I, I don't know. That loot on I mean, like, if you, it's if just you, a theory. It's just a theory. If you like a song and it brings you, it makes you happy yeah. when you hear it. I mean, like if you. I mean, if I hear Cash Money Records, I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, it's a, it's a bad day. So, but so, hey, so your so your dog just died, and then and then you're all sad and crying, and you hear do, Cash Money, do, it's like, oh, do, all right, okay, do. good day. Yeah. No, no, good day. Boy, yeah. you look good. I'm gonna bury this dog in the yard. <laughs> no, I'm in, I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few dig songs daddy like when you bury your dog up. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Edgar and Hoga okay. uh, make their way to Neverwinter to discover Forge has become the Lord there. Uh, side note, they make a joke about Edgar's lips being too big for his <laughs> <laughs> it's because Chris Pine definitely got lip fillers recently, and it's I, fucking obvious. I caught that. So. <laughs> caught that. She just—they're like back and—they're going back and forth about why they're not together. She's like, "He's got weird lips. I don't like it." And then they're going to the door later, and he goes, "Why? What do you? What's wrong with my lips?" She goes, Ugh, "They look weird on your face." <laughs> joke in and like there, there is a right i'm sure there was a writer that was just on set and they're like chris's lips look really weird we gotta address this but also chris pine gotta be cool as shit to let them put that joke. <laughs> michelle rodriguez rolled up say hey everybody look at chris pine's lips they were probably roasting him and then they just <laughs> oh my god uh, but yeah, so they That's go to fantastic. the castle to meet Forge, and they learn that uh, he's been taking care of Edgen's daughter Kira, and convinced her that Edgen's a self or his selfish uh, greed is what got him arrested, right? And which is so that was a weird part for me in the movie, because like it's just like because Forge is the him? best. Well, no, no, Forge isn't the best person, so like I wouldn't I, like why he go back and take care of the kid. Hmm. Well, he explained uh, it. He said it's because he gets to him, like he en- enjoyed the fact that he got Power. to shape this young mind, and yeah. it's like he's a god, and he's like, "I'm a god and a lord." <laughs> so yeah. he's I'm just, just glad they didn't make it gross. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I, was yeah. Like, I mean, it could have also been just like you know, he he is a con man mm-hmm. by trade, so maybe he just recognized that there was a chance that. Uh, Ed, Ed just went to prison, you know yeah. what I mean? And he could very easily come back. And mm-hmm. if he ever found out that he was betrayed, mm-hmm. then he would need a trump card against him. I think he liked the daughter Kira That's true. at the least. Even or or he definitely liked that he was like father figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, could have been but, it too. Well, well he was ready to you know. because he yeah. still brought her at the end uh yep. when mm-hmm. he was trying to escape when he could have just left her. Yeah. 
I, th- uh, I think it was he. It was opportunity, like a uh, insurance, and then yeah. he might have just raised her group to everything. actually love her, and yeah. it's like, okay, all right. Yeah, because he said it, he he realized he was enjoying like raising her. Mm. So yeah, not that uh, much apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and don't forget, the daughter's also mad uh, when at, at dad mm-hmm. at this point. Yep. Yeah, she, she's she been hugs. fed a bunch of lies. Yeah. yeah. The ta- what did they call it? The, instead of the tablet of uh, of like resurrection, like, he called it like the tablet the tablet of money, or like, yeah, riches, riches yeah, or something. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like the tablet, tablet of fat riches. pockets. <laughs> and uh, you know, Chris Pine's character uh, Ed 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 Glenn Ed Edgen. What's Edgen? Edgen. Edgen. Gross. Edgen. Um, basically, <laughs> uh, his whole shtick was, "Hey, I didn't tell you what I was going to try to do because I didn't want to get your hopes up." In, in lieu of bringing your mother back. Uh, but now, since it's way too late to even say that, mm-hmm. she's just predisposed to believing what she has been told by Forge, which is he went to go get money. This is what he chose to do. And now she's kind of susceptible to any any nonsense. They, uh, so <laughs> then they get betrayed by Forge, who knew they were, uh, they were wanted for prison escape. And we learned that him and Safina, who is actually a red wizard, has orchestrated the capture of, I don't want to call this man Edgen, or Edgen, Edgen, Edgen. Edgen. Ed, 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 uh, yeah. Ed. Ed, Ed and Edgy, <laughs> uh, Ed and Holga, uh, and they use the money to escape to fund his political campaign, right? To become Lord of Neverwinter. At least that's what he says. Wait, wait, wait one second. They use the most evilest looking witch i mean it's a witch still 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 i i would when she yeah yeah i was weak when she popped up on the team i was like that, oh that's... oh you mean you should have saw it like this evil looking bitches <laughs> okay, I, I, I was weak i was like yes <laughs> Okay, that's fair. <laughs> like she just her rest. She had resting evil witch, face. Just, re- resting yeah. witch face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she, popped, she popped up in that weird looking cow. I said, "Oh, no, no, that's no. that's we're okay with this." All, all right. right. Let's, all look, te- look. let's all team up. This is my was... friend I just met named Doctor Kills Us All. <laughs> He's really into heroin chic. Just fully blacked out eyes. Ren already huh. said this, but I'm gonna say it like three more times. Like they're dumb. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love that the whole team is they're fucking idiots to the point where they make the joke in the movie yeah. at one point. Yes, they're all they, when, they're, when they're in the underdark and like those things go by them, it's like they they attack things based on their on their intellect and like they just walk by. So just walk by. <laughs> that's, that's insulting. <laughs> so that was hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, everybody! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like stopped to look at at, at yep. Zelka, or whatever, and then he just kept moving. <laughs> like, the, uh, the entire beginning of the movie is just a series of failed perception checks. <laughs> yep, yep. The, like, the you sure whole... you don't want to check on that guy? You, you sure? No, he's probably fine. <laughs> she's she's okay. What about the scary tat? No, it's probably fine. I'm, I'm going to pick up this natural tablet, one. Not, natural not, one. Not check for any traps or anything. I'm just going to pick it up, and everything will be fine. The whole movie, with the exception of maybe maybe two parts, is them failing upwards. Yeah, <laughs> and I love it. But yeah, uh, 
there's a part where where Ed and Holga charges uh, Forge. Uh, this is what I was talking about. They charge Forge, and then Sophina turns the floor into quicksand. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember from the old movie, except it wasn't, I think it was supposed to be quicksand, but really, and I remember sitting there in the movie theater thinking, that just looked like a bowl of cream of wheat. Why did they catch him in cream of wheat? (laughs) So this time it actually looked like fucking sand and it was cool looking. And I was like, okay, thank God it's not cream of wheat. Like that's. (laughs) uh, You have microwave and just sealed there forever. (laughs) Like it was like a rug. And then he steps out onto the rug and just falls in. And I was like, he just fell in cream of wheat. Anyway, uh, Safina quietly orders to have uh, Ed and Holga killed, but they hilariously escape, which. It's it's them. The whole movie is them failing and yeah. escaping, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is true to yeah. pretty much any campaign. So yeah. <laughs> uh, her whole fight with the guards, which is really I, I mm-hmm. the the camera angles are changing constantly, but it wasn't like nauseating like yeah. other movies. Um, and it was like a series of just nat twenties. Yeah, um, she whoops <laughs> everyone's ass and then gets a sweet automatic mechanical <laughs> axe out of it. Mm-hmm. She loots the corpse. <laughs> yeah, she looted them. <laughs> Almost every every time. Yeah, that's what you I, I didn't swear yeah. an oath. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved how she was. She saw the act. She was asking about it. Like, how, how do you yep. take care of that? <laughs> she really <laughs> was. It's like, no linseed oil. You yeah. fucking boil linseed oil twice twice a week. Right yeah. after the fight. Is it, it, yes, we'll stop. You know what? You know what we gotta get. Yeah, linseed oil. I get it. Oh, yeah. I love that he just knew. They let him. They're just like, no, he's just gonna know. Yeah, they're on the same wavelength. Yes, we'll get the fucking linseed oil. Okay. <laughs> uh, so then they hatch a plan to rob Forge's vault and bring Kara home during uh, the upcoming High Sun Games, uh, so they can get the tablet and prove their innocence to Kara and bring back Edgin's dead wife. Right on uh, paper. Uh, yeah, on paper. Uh, <laughs> first, they track down Simon and join him, who was doing a magic show, <laughs> so he could, a magic show, uh, so he he could steal from the audience. But he notices Ed and Holga, and that messes him up. And he drops the stuff he was stealing. And then when everybody sees that all their stuff is on the floor, <laughs> they, yeah, fresh they cut charge him. <laughs> He's nicking our bits and bobs. was he meant to be a wild magic sorcerer like he didn't have any control over like what he was casting or i think so there's a there's an element in the game that gives you uh like an actual D &D that Mm -hmm. like is ground finally and allows you to cast magic um and i can't remember what it is but i thought that's what was supposed to be in his little his little trinket on his yeah yeah because they do reference he does say in the movie that you know he he's doing wild magic so he doesn't know. He's winging it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, Simon tells him that as soon as they left the vault, Sophina tried to kill him, but he escaped, and that there's a rumor that Sophina and Forge did something to the old Neverwinter Lord anyway uh, mm. to kind of make room for them. Exposition. Then he uh, suggests that they get a druid named Doric to join him because Forge is uh, cutting down the forest, and she'll probably be like, you know, she'll want to join him. Uh, also, he got a crush on her. So they go to the forest and they find her freeing an elf from execution by Forge's guard, uh, which she does by turning into an owl bear. Yeah, using bro, polymorph. Bro. <laughs> yes, whoa. Then they uh, they follow her to like an elf bar, <laughs> and they convince her to join them. But like when she first sees him, she was like, "Wait, who are you?" And Simon's uh... like, "I courted you. 
you said I made you feel sad. Not from anything I did, just from who I was. <laughs> what are Bro. you doing here? We need a dare. We don't need a dare. <laughs> yeah. There was a... <laughs> the dare exchange was fantastic. They were they were trying to speak at a bar, I think, with Simon. And like, well, how do we get in? How do we get in the vault? And of course, uh, Holga's like, oh, get a... Uh, somebody's mentioned getting someone that can polymorph. And then she's like, oh, yeah, they turn to a deer. And then, of course, Chris Pine's like. And he's like, yeah. Why would we want a deer? deer around the yeah. kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> why would we want a deer? It's a city. And it's amazing. So, uh, yeah, that's the very next part. So next we see Sophina uh, talking uh, to another red wizard, uh, Saz Tam, which is mm-hmm. her boss, I guess. Really right? spooky. I really yeah, like the effect. It was just a dark cloud in the corner. In a dark and you corner slowly gain focus on it yeah. Yeah. a little bit more. That was, that was nice. Yeah. yeah. Great effect. And, which is funny because th- here we learn that like she can't stand Forge. <laughs> Nobody can. <laughs> Who yeah. can? Yeah. He's, <laughs> uh, like, set, her boss pops up. Like, he, he Zoom calls her. <laughs> and... Uh, she's like, or I'd sooner be f- uh, flensed and flayed than spend another hour with Forge Filts William. And Too he's like, else. that man is insufferable. Uh, and he says some other stuff, and he's like, but take solace in knowing that your work here is nearly complete. So then Forge bursts in. It's like he knew that they were talking about him, and he Do just me? pops in like, hey. And Safina, like, or I thought she stormed off, but really, they, she already knew what time it was, and they had to go look at the vault or whatever. Mm. And Meanwhile, there's a fly buzzing around Forge, and so like his his company comes and they're like, "This is the f- vault we're gonna put, you know, all the uh, the treasure in, and it's sealed with this super magic or whatever." And then <laughs> he's like, "Safina, tell him how secure the vault is," and she's like, "It's sealed with this thing." And he's like, oh, um, <laughs> "All right, well, thank you." I think it's really hard. She's like. Safina calls silence because she senses uh, a wild shape among them and she tries to zap a fly uh, which starts to haul ass and then it starts to change form as we realize that that the fly is uh, Doric the druid that we just met mm-hmm. and this is probably my favorite one of my or the whole movie's great but like this escape scene was really great because it's a a single take I'd say that with quite you know quotation marks it's mm. a single cut as and a camera follows her escaping through the castle and she's changing into different animals and back into herself and she's in a night suit at some point and turns into a rat and all this keeps happening and she turns into mm-hmm. like some emu looking shit at some point <laughs> and then Safina's like right on her tail and then she changes into a deer mm-hmm. yeah, and then we come back to the deer uh, what was it it was fly rat bird Eagle. cat uh, mm-hmm. bird and then deer <laughs> yeah, it was at that's, least seven. Polymorph like seven times or something. Yeah, like, she finally gets. She turns into a, a deer and like almost gets hit, but then she stumbles, gets back on her feet, and slides through the gate just as the the gate comes down. She grabs her hat, <laughs> runs off. I think she's a moon druid because a moon druid can turn as much as they want to. Okay. Yeah, it might be wall shape. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah. So so they decide to find the magic relic called the helm of destruction or this junction helm of destruction this junction yeah because she goes back and she tells them everything that she heard and then she mentions to simon or just everybody what kind of spell is keeping everything locked up and then he's like oh shit and then that's how they get to 
uh, the the helm of destruction, which is supposed to dispel magic, basically. Yeah. So, but first they got to travel to a graveyard to ask Holga's ancestors where to find it, because Simon has a token that lets him talk to or uh, ask dead people questions. Mm-hmm. Only five questions. Five questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> and her people at a war a hundred years ago were the yes. last allegedly to have had it. Yeah. Uh, then we see undead warriors r- arrive at Neverwinter to greet Safina who summoned them because you know <laughs> she got a she got a hero problem right and then she's like okay well you can start by killing these guards behind us who failed mm. to to stop them from escaping and so like bro <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah so uh then the party stops at uh olga's old house to visit ex-husband which we get a funny little cameo from bradley cooper because he That's plays crazy. like was a halfling yep Yep. Uh, <laughs> and Holger gets her uh, old walking stick for the journey. And we, we learned she's got a fetish. She's got a type. Yeah, she got a type. Hey, you know? <sighs> she, um, she like halflings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why and, she was kicked out of her. And the halfling has a fetish for burly women. Yeah, well, yeah he, he does. Because, because he got another barbarian. You, you and me both, buddy. I love <laughs> Love scaling on the tall woman, you know. Like, yeah. I was, I was um, like, he he knows what's up. Look, he knows what's good. She's even taller and bigger than she and uh, Michelle Rodriguez is. Yeah. <laughs> but she mad cool. She comes in. She's like, oh hello. Hey, I there. learned a lot about you. Uh, All right. Really like that, uh, half giant? Is she a half giant? <laughs> no, I think they were just normal humans. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just small in the house. Of yeah, yeah. small. They they did the whole they met each other halfway. Hobbit Gandalf <laughs> thing. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Well, no, because because the, the woman was even bigger than 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 Ola. She was abnormally bigger. I don't know. I didn't see them like closely if, enough together. I feel if I like if we had seen them both go out the same door, I would agree with you. But yeah. I think he just built the house just above his own size for Holga, so anyone in there would have just still yeah. been big. And if, and if I'm remembering the scene properly, she's sitting down, and um, yeah, and, and then the other girl. The camera angle made it look like they were trying to say she was bigger or bigger. Take her I mean, she might have been. Hey, hey, hey. Thicker? Size doesn't matter. To <laughs> <laughs> the halfling it does. I mean, clearly. That's obviously the point, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so then they arrive at the graveyard and they start digging up bodies. And we get a funny sequence as the dead warriors point point them to other dead warriors until mm-hmm. eventually <laughs> they reach the one who actually had the helm they needed and he tells them that uh he gave the helm to zenk yandar a paladin who fled his country thay when saz tam turned the thayans into an undead army i will say that uh the the beginning of this this scene with the zombies was actually in the trailer which was you know they tried to use yeah. to sell it be like haha it's so funny it was pretty amusing though because uh if you ever had a really stringent dm that's like, no, you use up all your questions and your spell slot. Ha <laughs> ha. You yeah. just screwed up commune with dead. It's like, I don't. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. In a, let's do it again. And they do it like five times interview five, four or five different zombies. The, the first one was the best one because like they, they got nothing out of that guy whatsoever. It's just yep. like trying to figure out how this works. <laughs> so I feel like that sometimes. Yes. <laughs> was that, was that five questions? <laughs> Does this mean that, uh, I don't know why it's easier for me to say Reggie John and Zinc. (laughs) Like, it's just a weird name. But does that mean that that, uh, Zinc is 
really old. That's what I was thinking too. Because like, yeah, if this if this happened like hundreds of years ago, and he's supposed to be a human, so I'm like, he was. What well, was he was in he, the memory? Yeah, was he cursed? Yeah, yes. he was cursed by. He was by exposed Tam. to the red smoke, and that's oh, why. Okay. He so that's why he tattoo on his head. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So that, is he I made him live longer. Then? No, I think he's just like has a half life, almost like a mutant. You know, mm. um, I think maybe that that exposure also kind of fucked up his personality a little bit where he takes everything very literally. Too literally. No. Yeah. So I, I took that as like, so um, canonically, paladins aren't very smart because like intellect isn't their is <laughs> kind of their dump stat. And so oh, therefore, like God, the truth behind that. <laughs> so paladins are very charismatic and they're very strong, but mm-hmm. those are very dumb. Yeah. And, and I kind of oh, felt like that's what they were sarcasm? doing with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. too dumb to pick up on sarcasm. I forgot it, the exact quote, but he says something like, uh, "I do not, I do not dabble in colloquialisms." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, buddy. You don't know how like, much that hurts because even in the game, because of the stats, my character fails every perception. Yeah, uh, that's what was happening with my lion. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You know. <laughs> It creeps over into other franchises because I'm pretty sure paladins in Fallout aren't the brightest people. No. no. <laughs> Shit. That's why I there's. Th- I think it's just a rule of the game. Like, they're just dumb. I just wanted to point <laughs> yeah, well, out that Leroy Jenkins was a paladin. Yes. Oh my God. Also true. <laughs> well meaning, like, you know, they'll, they'll uphold the law, but they're dumb. Fucking ACAB. That's why they're. <laughs> I'm Paladin thirteen twelve. But yeah, so they they go find Zink, and despite uh, Egan absolutely hating him, <laughs> uh, he is somehow even more pure in understanding than his reputation foretold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zink tells them the backstory of what Zastam and the Red Wizard did to the nation of Day. And he used the beckoning death spell and that killed everyone and created his army of undead. Right. And that allowed him to take over the nation, I guess. And he then makes Edgin swear that he'll distribute any, uh, gain bounty to mm-hmm. the people in order to assist them in this quest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a very sure, sure kind of, yeah. Idea. yeah. Swear on the Bible. You yeah. bet. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's, uh, it was his, the, the, the oath or whatever, the mm-hmm. harp, the Harper yeah. Oath. Yeah. The Harper Oath. And he could tell that, like, he's at least smart enough to tell that, like, Edgen is bullshitting. And he was like, you may have given up on your oath, but your oath has not given up on you. <laughs> the whole movie is super quotable, but, like, most of my the quotes that, like, I at least halfway remember are from... Reggae John, like yeah. <laughs> so at some point in this in this conversation, when when he's trying to convince them to to join him, uh, and he's like, you know, you can have um, you know, a share of the loot, and he's like, I'll have no parts of this ill-gotten booty. Booty. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, uh, Zenk leads the party down to the Underdark by entering through the orifice. Along the way, we get a quick scene of them avoiding the intellect devourers that we mentioned earlier. <laughs> the little brain little monsters that were attracted to they were intelligence, cute. and they completely ignored the party. <laughs> well, so is that is that a failure on their character sheet, or is that a successful role to blend in with your environment? You know what I mean? 
I think it was a failure in the character sheets. So All right. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, clearly, clearly. Like, it's just that. <laughs> Nobody's that smart, apparently, nope. in this part. I, so. I don't know how to answer because Which... I rolled a dice and it was an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, you needed a 13 for that DC yeah. challenge. <laughs> Which, which again leads me to believe again talking about uh, uh, Reggae's character, um, the fact that like even his character like they ignored all of them because they're just all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He or, got ignored too. Ignored because he's like half dead or partial dead or whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be both. Like it could mm-hmm. be that, or it could be that he's also not that smart. Uh, or I don't know. I'm listening See, to y'all. I, th- I but... think he's smart because of the way he hid the helm. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 I mean, he, uh, yeah. But the the one of the little intellect devourers almost stopped the Chris Pine. Almost. Mm-hmm. And they kept, kept walking. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's the one who comes up with the plans. So at yeah. least he has something there. On plans. <laughs> <Right>. On plans. <laughs> Plan, plan C. We're moving uh, on to Plan C now. Or What's just plan maybe uh, Reggae Jean knows how to avoid him because he, you know, clearly was down there anyway, and he'd been alive for That's hundreds true. of years. Maybe so you just think something. dumb thoughts. Think, <laughs> maybe, maybe he, you know, Bitcoin is a good idea. <laughs> he can just turn his brain off. I wonder how my NFTs are doing. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> it just starts coming closer to you, and you just go, "I'm libertarian." He just turns around like, nah, nah. The market will correct itself. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) They they reach a bridge. Capitalism breeds innovation. They reach a bridge that that was a puzzle to cross, and like Zenk is explaining the rules really like fast and really astute. And then our boy Simon puts his foot on what that <laughs> on is. The so, so for me, that was my favorite part because that is a DM that that created this giant puzzle for everyone to, to kind of go through. Yeah. And then within like one roll, everyone screwed it up, and like that entire puzzle is like worthless now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was so much D and D as it was ADHD. Right. <laughs> oh man, he he's like I, I I didn't I didn't realize the the bridge started right there. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't figure that this this was the bridge. This starts right at the end. But so, like, they they all get mad at him, and uh, Michelle Rodriguez uh, Holga she she goes to do something, and he realizes that her walking stick isn't a walking stick. She's like, "Where'd you get that?" And she's like, "I took that off of a a mage, you know, back in the day or something." And, and I gave it like, to my husband. Dan X walking stick. Like it was the weirdest thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just all of a sudden, like we can't get across. Boom, we can get across. And like yeah. the walking stick, which is very D and D. A hither, a hither thither staff. It's a, it's a staff that creates portals within 500 yards. I, I legitimately would have totally bought if they called it Deus Ex Joaquina. That would have been, I wouldn't even ask questions. Be like, that's perfect. I love that. It honestly would have fit in with this level of goofy in the movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the only thing I missed was a pun. Some good puns? They're great. Uh, so... <laughs> they get across and he's like see i did good <laughs> <laughs> after after he screws up yeah i, that's I love these little shenanigan moments i mean the whole thing is shenanigans once again but like these specific shenanigan moments because i can even though i don't play i can see 
it happening, like just having played the one time, I can see like the goofy little moments where like this would happen in the game. It's a feeling. You know, you know what's funny? In Baldur's Gate, when you're playing a campaign with your friends, this is what's happening in the game. All these little goofy, weird. <laughs> like, oh wait, oh wait, oh I set this trap. Wait, oh but I have this. Oh okay, cool, cool. Okay, we're starting right. trap now. I fixed it. I fixed it. That manages to encompass that or incorporate the shenanigans of the real game. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Uh, so yeah, so they find the helm, but Zel- Zank, uh, but Regijan <laughs> <laughs> literally smells evil. As the yes, detect- so that was detect evil. <laughs> that was so funny. He, he was downwind. Evil is yeah. He was downwind. <laughs> His uh, lofting, had, lofting. He had the best lines in the whole movie. The whole movie, man. And he's like, evil is among us. And like, it's the undead Thaeans that assassins that uh, Safina dispatched to find them. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's fought them before. <laughs> so we get a dope fight scene where Zenk takes on literally all of them solo. Mm-hmm. And like the party's just yeah. standing there watching. <laughs> it's like six people. None of them help. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little. He says, he says, I got this. So they're yeah, like, all I mean, right. He did say it. Yeah. You always need one OP NPC to just carry the storyline sometimes. <laughs> yes. I mean, if this is all his turn, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so we we also see his sword has a dagger built into the hilt, which is, mm-hmm. so he got even cooler. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he orders the party to flee mm-hmm. after he kills them all because it's no simple task to kill that which is already dead. And, mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, they start yep. coming back to life because they're undead. And they all start to run and then uh, a fat dragon. Love <laughs> fat dragon. Comes out. This so shit was great. so funny. Uh, a fat dragon comes out and starts chasing them, and like well, uh, belly sliding towards. Yeah, him. he he. Oh he, my god! He crawls out like he is. Like obese, legs are up so here. Obese, so like, yeah, his whole belly is just dragging as he hmm. like lumbers. And I then think he's, he's, he's what the kids call a heckin' chonker. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, he coming. So like <laughs> he, he's uphill and he just belly slides down. It's so beautiful. That's great. So graceful. If I can find a fat dragon what's his name is a uh, uh Dumberchod. Uh oh if I can gosh, find a right. Dumberchod toy, I'm buying it. Um, it was but great. Yeah. Zenk yells out, Thumberchard, he must have found a new den. What? And Edgen's like, did he eat the last one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And in the process, the Thane assassin either fall or they get eaten by eaten. the fat dragon. <laughs> and in the escape process, there's like a pivoting bridge held up in the center by chains, right? And the dragon climbs on one end, so it starts to lean. And Edgen and Zink, who didn't make it off in time, start to slide towards him. And like the dragon is at the bottom with his mouth open. And Edgen's first, and he's about to go into the mouth. And then Regajan leaps <laughs> over him. And because <laughs> he's 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 perfect, right? And like now, I understand. Like in this process, I fully understand why the Bridgeton folks like lost their fucking minds over this man. Like he's <laughs> he plays this role so fucking. Good. <laughs> he, he stabs the dragon in the head, and like the dragon, uh, Thumberchild closes his mouth, saving uh, Edgin from falling in, and he falls off, and then they run to the other side. 
and then they run into a chamber, but the dragon's not dead. So he comes mm-hmm. back and he has him cornered in this chamber and he's pushing his fat head in <laughs> and the whole chamber is starting <sighs> to crack. And then seawater starts pouring in. So like they know that they're like under the ocean or something now, right? So Edgar comes up with the plan. He's like, Simon, you know, you can you can do that that spell, right? That that thing where he like sets his finger on fire like a candle. And enough water comes in that they all go underwater and Simon does his, he sets his finger on fire above the water. And I guess that ignites the, the yeah. dragon's breath. Edgen advises uh, Michelle Rodriguez Holga <laughs> to start beating on the dragon to piss him off. So he oh, starts yeah. to release more in, and in, more gas. The, he never uh, actually breathes fire. Yeah. In the, in the, um, in the whole chase sequence, you mm-hmm. see him trying to breathe fire. no he does it he does it like two times Mm -hmm. but it doesn't get him but it's clearly like he he can't do it constantly he's got some apnea from all that (laughs) (laughs) he didn't wear a cpap last night so he's having a lot of trouble breathing now and getting that fire (laughs) all that all that sliding they're making him do yeah he's he's really tired (laughs) winded right now (laughs) you see him try to like breathe the fire but it's just Mm -hmm. sparks yeah. So <laughs> he's releasing gas. It's just not catching. It's, it's not catching. Yeah. Uh, his lighter. I did not think about the fact that dragons had to be in some sort of shape to breathe fire. Look, I mean, this universe. I mean, breathing. I mean, dia- <laughs> fire breathing, diabetes, gout. You know what I mean? There's a lot you got to worry about. You got a lot going on, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yo, shout There's out so much good child. food, though. <sighs> Look, how does a dragon get diabetes? Is it by eating diabetic people? By eating sweet people. It's not <laughs> Now you're blaming the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> How classic goes, goes after the fat ones because they're slower. <laughs> uh, anyway, so body shame the dragon. <laughs> Sleeve thumber chart alone. <laughs> a good one. He's so, the best best boy thumber chart. <laughs> so the uh, the the plan actually works and. It ignites and the chamber gets exploded, and that allows them to swim up to the top of the sea. Shout out Thumber Thumberchild. I hope he's okay. Holy moly. Thumberchild, whatever his name is. <laughs> Thumber you have, do you have diabetes? Thumberchild <laughs> has diabetes. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so they swim on shore and they collect themselves and then Zenk. Uh, having fulfilled his duty, says the rest is up to them, and he leaves. And he yes, walks in a straight line. The best <laughs> exit in every in any movie I've seen. That that exit had me weak. This is funny because I read the trivia, and yep. he he was supposed cut. to walk, or they, they they filmed him walking, and he walked in a straight line. And they assumed he would just walk around the the rock. I guess they just told him, okay, just walk away, and they filmed it. But no. Reggae Jean <laughs> in character decided he the character would just go over the boulder yeah. instead of around the boulder. And like he just steps over the boulder. Yeah. Oh hop. He walked so casually over yeah. that boulder, yeah. like that's what you do. <laughs> I like People a man do. who gets straight to the How point. it's filmed is like it's just the camera's sitting still and he's yeah. walking away and you see him go over the rock. So because they didn't know he was gonna do that. They went back and had Chris Pine ADR. I was going to ask. Look at how straight he walks. Yeah. Nope, he's just going. Oh, he's just going to walk right over the rock. So, from what I understand, what happened was that he didn't hear them say "cut." 
So and so he just kept walking. <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> Legend has it, he's still walking to the scene. <laughs> well, it's funny because they even kept it in the scene where they started talking, to, you know, to start talking about the helm. If you look to the left, he still see him walking. <laughs> that's fun. They probably they probably CGI'd in that little bit to keep it going. Yep. This, now he's, he's... It reminds me of a, there's a there's an outtake from this show called The IT Crowd. No, uh, Richard Ayoade, his character was supposed to walk away, and he kept going. And then you hear like the director like, Richard! Richard, stop! Somebody stop, man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so Simon struggles to attune to the helm, which causes the party fight, or the party to fight each other. And they, Oh, wait, uh, did, you, did you mention what he sees? Oh no, he so mm. in in the helm he sees his like great great grandfather and it's cool cuz it's like everything just kind of turns into like liquid in a sense and just slowly floats away but it's his it's his grandfather telling him like he can't do this shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. You ain't <laughs> you ain't shit. shit. <laughs> uh so he struggles with that for hours and then he finally gives up and he tells uh Edgin and they all start to fight and they all well they all start to blame Edgin because he knew eh. that Simon would have trouble attuning but he said we're gonna do it anyway and so like they all get mad at Edgin for it because you know Edgin said that he couldn't do it so Ed, in the process Edgin confesses that he's the reason like he he knows he's a failure he's such a failure that he's the reason why he got why his wife died because oh. he when he was a, a harper he stole they were like they were like arresting a red wizard or something and he stole some treasure from him but he didn't know the wizards marked their treasure and when that wizard got out he went to reclaim it and it was still in their house and he killed uh yeah. edgen didn't have the, the good luck to be home when the wizard came to like just just be like here's your you know or be the one to to take the hit or defend his wife or something so he got there late and she was yeah. off dying so uh, effectively, by stealing, he broke his oath as yeah, a paladin. Yeah, and then the guilt that he has from not being there when the red wizards came and killed his wife mm-hmm. basically is that that psychological block for him. I'm going to say the true villain of the story is capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> even in the fantasy world, even in the fantasy world. So he says this. You know, to, to to tell him that he knows he's a failure, yada, yada, yada. And this kind of wins them over, and they, they come together, and they, they plan the plan. They use the hither-thither staff to sneak a portal into the treasure vault by hitting the rich lords arriving for the Neverwinter Games, their convoy, when they're arriving, right? Mm-hmm. So, a new plan. <laughs> then, a hastily uh, made plan. I mean, what could go wrong? <laughs> So when the games are about to start, they go to enter the portal, but the portrait they placed the port in has fallen face down and they can't enter. <laughs> so Edgen says they have to go back to plan A, which is Simon attuning <laughs> to the helmet so that they can turn off all the magic around, right? And he has no choice but to figure it out now. And Doric, the druid, uh, Doric mm-hmm. says she'll keep trying to chip away at the floor so she could turn into a worm and slide through the portal, right? Uh, Edgen, Hulgen, Simon distract <laughs> the guards to get into the castle. <laughs> I say that because it didn't quite work. Uh, that shit was funny. When he comes in singing and then he starts glitching 
Oh yeah. His Ugh. face gets <laughs> the the guard is like, what madness is this? <laughs> yeah, salmon salmon. Simon is casting a minor illusion basically mm. to show Edgen like playing a song and then gets his foot stuck in the yeah. walkway and then As start trying to get everything away. goes sideways after that. Up his constant his, his yeah. concentration check. There you go. <laughs> So, so the distraction only partially works because they get away from those guards, but other guards chase them through the castle. And then we get like a cool fight scene with Holga and like Simon and Edgen, they don't really fight. They're just mostly dodging and running. But Holger's like beating the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because he's the barbarian, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, she got it. And in the process, Simon finally attunes to the helm by finding his confidence. And that's what it was about the whole time. And like Edgen's like, see, I believed in you. I knew you had it in you because every time, like, we in some shit, like, that's when your magic gets powerful. Is when you finally like get that moment. Yeah, that that <laughs> moment manifested in him punching his great great grandfather in the face. <laughs> it's funny because he punched his great great grandfather in the face, and then he turned into him, and he's like, "See, I knew." Oh, ah, that me. shit was me. It was I'm my own grandpa. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been um, my own grandpa all along. Make make it make a cut of that scene where like when it turns to him and he just goes finally and like, it 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 my word my own worst enemy right there. Oh man! And Dort, at the same time, Dort finally chips away enough to 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 get into the the portal just in time. Yeah, just in time because folks came in the room. Uh, but then they realize they're in two different vaults and. Uh, what Red herring. The vault was really just a, a trap. It was an empty room with the magical octopus trap that got Simon and Holga. Uh, Doric gets into the real vault, which is actually a room out by the water because they're forges stealing that money. They're loading all that, all the treasures onto a ship, mm-hmm. and then she gets caught by one of the guards and gets knocked out. And and Edgen uh, finds his daughter Kira in the castle, but it's actually Safina playing a trick on him. So he gets caught too. They all get caught. And <laughs> can I can I just input real fast? Sure. That was the dorkiest fucking laugh that it she was. has. It was. Uh, it was so unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he he Ed, Edgen stopped, you know, finishes explaining everything. He comes to the truth. He says, Baby, this is why I left. Da, 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 I'm sorry. I'm blah blah blah. And then Kira starts laughing. And then like the audio mix in between her and Sophina's laugh. And then mm-hmm. just how Sofina is mm-hmm. just chortling, I guess, yeah. is the best way to describe it. It was the dumbest laugh. It was like a mean I've girl's laugh. Yeah. yeah. I liked but it. Forced. But forced. Yeah. But it, it was because she's like, she's, you know, <laughs> she's like, like, how do, how do I say it? Like, she's just this evil character, yeah. the evil 300 year old character that's like, and this is the forgot how to laugh yeah she forgot yeah exactly (laughs) she she, she's always just mean mugging in the corner the whole movie and this is like the one part where she shows some emotion and it's weird it's like it's like just stop doing that don't do that stop oh oh, no what this isn't funny this is like one of those like oh "Oh, no don't smile anymore jokes like (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah so they get them all, and or at least they get they just get uh, Edgen and it's Forge and Sophina, you know, rubbing in his face. 
And Egan was like, please just let us have a fighting chance by competing in the gladiator games or whatever. And Forge is like, that's not a fighting chance. Like, you're just going to die. You die. <laughs> but he's like, all right. And they let him. So, uh, per, per Sophina's suggestion, which felt uh, maybe she just wanted to see them get torn apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe it's that just- was it. I think it's just uh, how evil she is. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's a better way to kill him. <laughs> this will never come back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> yeah, the the idea of them getting like beaten and ripped and shredded yeah. instead yeah. of just killing them all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't have a big speech. So this was her this is a yeah. move of her big speech where they can <laughs> you know wiggle their way out. She uh, only has a triumphant laugh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, so they get lifted into the arena for the first five, for the first of what's supposed to be five games, which is a maze. And like Dork and Simon have anti-magic bracelets on, so they can't easily, you know, get themselves out. Because, you know, Dork just turned into a board and get the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> uh, then a, another platform comes up with a, I don't know if there's a name for this, but it was a giant panther beast with like these tendrils that can project the hologram. I just, I just double checked. It's a displacer beast. Yes. A yeah. displacer beast. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a six-legged panther with ten, a couple of tentacles coming out of its back. They are a pain. Okay. Yeah. This displacer beast. I'm just making sure I'm saying that right. All right. So uh, then the, the, the party hauls ass into the maze once they see the displacement beast. Displace, whatever. The... <laughs> Hologram Panther. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hauls ass into the maze, uh, which contains even more traps inside, including like monster treasure chests and dissolving gel. Uh, yeah, mimics and yes. uh, gelatinous cubes, right? Gelatinous yeah. cube. Okay, thank you. Uh, and they eventually reach the center after dodging the beast a few times, and there's like a protective cage in the center that they can get in. That mm-hmm. the, the beast can't get through. So and, fun fact, though, the, the people in the so, cage mm-hmm. were from the eighties cartoon. Yes, those that's the cool. Those I absolutely eighties cartoon. They're one to one representations. They looked great. Yep, that's so I cool. knew something I never was knew. up with that because they looked too <laughs> specific. Yeah, like the one dude had yellow on. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it, it. Yeah, that's that's really neat. I need to go back. They did a cool. That. They did a yeah. cool job with that. Yeah. Um, there was another funny reference was uh, during Simon's show back before he met up with everybody. He does a spell. It's look, fresh cut grass. I don't know if you guys listen to Critical Role at mm-hmm. all, but there is an automaton, I think, named fresh cut grass. And that's oh. the campaign that they're playing right now. But the joke is, oh, yeah, I was made by a certain person. She named all of us her favorite smells. He was fresh <laughs> cut grass. Another one was pussy. Oh no! So, <laughs> yeah, oh. That, that's that's the gag. So I was like, I'm wondering yeah, if they were mentioning it because Critical Role is all D and D. But you know, if if that's the case, and they had those actors in the labyrinth scene, then it would make a lot more sense. There's a perfume called Secretions Magnifique that, uh, and that's another podcast. You would know this. You would know this, I feel like. So, uh, but (laughs) Edgar stops them from entering because he realizes there will there will just be more games. Like they're only on the first of five games, and like more people are just going to die off. And every time, like, is it every minute that passes, uh, the next wave of walls falls? Like it's preceded by a bell. Yeah. Yeah. So Doric tells 
tells him uh, she has a plan and to follow her back to the what you said the gelatinous cube. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because she uh, she almost got stuck in it. Her hands, yeah. I think. And then Holga yanks her, her out. out. She's like, she, almost lost my hand. And then Holga says, "You lost, uh, but you lost yeah. your uh, yeah, you lost your bracelet. Yeah. So that that worked out. And so they they run back and." the next timer was about to go off. So the cube was about to go into the ground and they jump in in time just before the hologram Panther gets them. And <laughs> but real quick, she had to like convince I them mean, to do it. She was like, look, I'm going to pull you out. Just trust me on this. And they all jump in. The, uh, the cube goes down below the arena and she turns into a snake. snake. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, or right before, or as they jumped in, she made sure she got like a finger out. So yeah. she had a hole to slide out of. Mm-hmm. Turns Slider. back into human, she gets some pulled out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, she's a tiefling. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say that the entire time. I'm sorry. Homegirl used the spell called Don't Tread on Me. <laughs> did, you, did you not see her horns and tail? <laughs> Wait, well, explain that to me. She's, she's a tiefling. She's a tiefling her, so she's her race like, is a, a tiefling. Part, oh, her race. Well, Okay. So the thing is that she mentioned being born to human parents. So it yes. makes me wonder what the lineage of the tiefling is. It's just like they're touched kind of by See, uh, okay, we need to I talk, feel like you I can curse people myself. though. Is it a curse? No, 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 it's, no. It's, 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 it's like, it's like, like part, like half demon kind of. So they get below the, pl- the, the arena now and they escape out to, to the, the ship, the treasure ship that's about to pull out. And, Forge arrives with Kira, uh, because their his business with Sophina's done. Like that that was their agreement. Like they would use the the Red Wizards would use him to get to win over the people and get, I guess, control of the city, and then he'll peace out with money, and then they'll use the the people in the city, they'll mm-hmm. get him in one spot, and they'll do the the what is it, beckoning death or whatever, spell yeah. all over again, like they did with the Thanes back in the day. So he he arrives with Kira to escape. But <laughs> the the guys are on the boat, Edgin and, and and the gang, and he's surprised by them. And Holga, whose favorite thing, I, I don't think I mentioned it, her favorite thing is potatoes. She sees one and she throws it because you know it's important because she throws her favorite thing. She, she wastes it by throwing it at Forge so that uh, they can snatch Kira <laughs> from him. Shout Starford. out Potato Girl. NFL draft lineup. Olga, <laughs> <laughs> <Olga>, Barbarian. <laughs> 25 sacks of potatoes. <laughs> uh, and then Simon uh, immediately casts a spell which causes a big wave which knocks Forge back even further and it knocks the boat out the sea, right? Mm-hmm. And But then they see a clearly evil spell is being cast above the arena. <laughs> That's spooky. <laughs> right. And they realize that uh, Sophina's about to sacrifice all the townspeople that came to see the games. And Edgin turns the boat around. You know, they have the, like, the, uh, we know what we got to do thing. And he turns mm-hmm. the boat around and Oops. they, uh, they head again. back. <laughs> so they, they use the hither tither staff. Uh, they put a portal in the bottom of the boat and... The other side, they put it on top of this. Uh, there's a the hot air balloon that's floating yep. above the arena with Forge's face on it, and so yep. the the treasure pours out of the boat and out of the hot air balloon, and the people as see it goes 
outside of the arena yeah mm-hmm. outside the arena and so people see all the stuff and like uh in the beginning of the games uh forge had announced that like he had a special surprise for everybody or something right and they're like well that's a surprise he's dropping treasure from the sky and the whole arena empties out as people run so into the street fast. The, it's so in fast. that was the fastest exit <laughs> yeah. of an arena yeah. Look, you, you see get gold and car. silver dropping. You get a new car. You get a new car. <laughs> look, they Nobody probably had student loans and shit. They were like, look, we need... <laughs> they were like, I don't even care about this game anymore. This is money. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's late-stage capitalism and never went right. Like, we got a good... <laughs> never get to escape. Not even in our escapist fantasies do we get to escape capitalism. It's fucking bullshit. So they, they, they empty out into the streets. <laughs> Oh man, and like they, our party like gets back and they're like telling people, yeah, get the money, get the money. And then Sophina pops up where they are and she starts to fight them. And like first she animates a dragon statue and she's like controlling it, I think. A dragon statue and like the dragon, the stone dragon's like fighting everybody. Mm-hmm. And eventually they like, I don't know, they somehow get past it. Oh, uh, it's just- shot in the face and has her concentration broken. Oh, that's yeah, right. I, was yeah. like- I love that. So because it's a concert, it's a concentration based yeah. spell. So she had to keep out of range of everybody so that she keep focusing on the dragon. And then once she, once her concentration was broken, like just as it was about to kill, uh, Ejin, it yeah. just stops. So yeah. yeah. Like he was, it was a wrap for him, but they that got a good shot too. Cause it was going to bite on his head and then it loses the animation and it just boom. But yeah, around his head, but not closing. So <laughs> his luck, his luck set came. And then they pull oh, him yeah. out from under, <laughs> so he just slides through. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, so now that like, okay, they passed the first stage of the boss fight, and the second stage starts, and it's she's fighting herself. Uh, well, not like literally hand to hand. She's a, she's a wizard, so uh, mm-hmm. she's casting some stuff. And then she goes to do a time spell, the same time spell that caught them in the Harper's. Keep oh wait, the you're missing the way. entire fight, though. Oh wait, I'm sorry. What a minute. So, um, from what I was hearing, it was supposed to be a really good depiction of where we're talking about that sequential turn system, because mm-hmm. it's one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, an initiative basically, but is constantly dope. then just exchanging hits, uh, for being like, a wizard that's not supposed to be very like you know. Um, yes she's yeah. still held out for herself right. pretty well um i guess an entire party <laughs> yeah that said she's got like magic hand and she's mm-hmm. like throwing rocks and all this other stuff magic but hands the too. magic hand fight was ridiculous yeah it was pretty silly <laughs> i don't know if uh i don't think simon used magic hand per se so because i thought it was just a disembodied hand like what I she think- had I think they're both using mage hand, but again, because mm-hmm. they're because of like how they were, he just used what was around him, and she used gross mm-hmm. meat stuff. Oh yeah, meat so he, he, he <laughs> yeah, she like beef jerky like, hand, <laughs> basically disembodied beef jerky hand, and he just like Animal made the hand hands. come out of the the. They're just arm wrestling the whole yeah. time. So yeah. <laughs> One of the things I appreciate too is Mage Hand can't do damage, and so they they made it so that no matter who, like in order for her to, to stop the fight, she picks him up and throws him because she can't hit him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, I missed this whole second part of the boss fight. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It was it happens really really yes. fast. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was weak at the first blow with the loot that knocked her on the ground. 
<laughs> Once again, not a bard spell. <laughs> That's a paladin move if I ever saw it. I'm going to hit him with a thing. I cast smash. Yeah. <laughs> On her? Hey, man. Because that loot was not breaking. Yeah. Oh, and it wasn't enchanted. No. Maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's my thing. I think I think the loot was possibly enchanted. He was doing too much with it. You don't so understand. Loot, in loot's were too. different back then. Okay, <laughs> loots nowadays are all built for obsolescence. Okay, it's planned obsolescence. So now we're in in the third part of the boss fight, and is this when she does the time spell? Yes. Yeah, that's like oh, the, yeah. the very end. Yeah. Okay. She tries that shit. She tries uh, again. Yeah. So she she tries she does it and. We see her do it. Mm-hmm. See, like the wave come out. Yeah. And then this is this is hilarious to me because the you know, my movie eye, I was like, they're moving, but you know, whatever. I don't count that I don't count goofs. <laughs> and then it wasn't a goof because they really <laughs> were just pretending to stand still. And, they were just acting like it hit them. Yeah, yeah. and Edgar was like, Oh, your breath smells like old clothes. I'm clothes. sorry. <laughs> old clothes. <laughs> like, yo. She, the whole time when she cast a spell, then she walked up to him and was like talking shit. Yeah. She just monologuing. Oh, yeah. And that, that whole time she's looking more in, undead. Yeah, as oh. she every step she takes, like her like She's got the death touch finger yeah. growing black and just Which, pointy. Mm. Which is funny too, because I, I go back to um, when she cooled off. Um, um, what's his name's uh, drink? His his tea was too hot. Oh yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she sticks that finger. He's <laughs> like, you just gonna uh, your finger I'll, in there, huh? I'll do this. Uh, I'll take care I'll of this later. later. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you. I'm into that. <laughs> nice. Carry on, moss bits in the cup. Now, call me insufferable again. Uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, what happened was what happened was in that whole sequence. <laughs> Uh, Kira was with him because as soon as they got to the city again, Crispine told her to turn on her necklace because the first thing they stole when they decided to start being thieves, they stole a bunch of jewelry and uh-huh. I guess it was a, a magic jewelry shop. Yeah, it's called Chekhov's the- Amulet. <laughs> well, not really because they <laughs> didn't- that's, not, that's not a Chekhov's gun. It's not because they Chekhov's gun, they have to focus on the thing. They but she, she used it repeatedly it. on other jobs. Yeah, she she used it when she was a kid. Like they they yeah. they're like, hey, she's got this necklace. They can do this thing. I'm saying, but like specifically the Chekhov's gun thing, they have to focus on it so you know what's coming later. They never focused on it. They she got it, she used it, and then that was it for the rest of the movie. Well, because she was gone the rest back. of the movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, but it's not a Chekhov's. If it like if they had focused on it, I don't know. Like. Because then everything is a Chekhov's gun. All good riding would be a Chekhov's gun. I thought that was... I thought everything was a Chekhov's gun. No, that, I'm saying everything isn't a Chekhov's gun because then it wouldn't need a name. I don't know because she I was still like, wearing it, though, in every other... Like, every time... I mean, yeah, yes, but that's... I feel it, like her, Chekhov's I feel gun like her to, using it yeah. and then them bringing it to your attention again makes it a little less Chekhov's gun. Mm. Chekhov's gun is usually just kind of like, oh... You know, I'm a I'm a fighter, but I don't really do that kind of thing anymore. But you see a pair of gloves, and then like later on in the movie, out of nowhere, one of those gloves hits someone uh, dead in the face, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Right, back. the gloves. Like they they take the uh, time. I'm still to, a fighter to, to focus on it, so it, it's you know it lingers. Wait, 
Wait, one, wait, wait, my my intelligence check failed. Yeah, let's check off. You're, you're just sitting. Oh, there. It's, it's, it's that's what we've been arguing about this for three minutes. Yeah, y'all been so heated. I could. I was like, let me I get my word. I was like, uh, uh, what? Okay. So Chekhov's gun is if they if they show a gun somewhere in the movie that like they don't they don't talk about it. It's just there. Later okay. on in that movie, that gun has to be used. Okay. Okay, because y'all were so <laughs> y'all were so. Like he did. I was like, what? Well, I, 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 wait. Kareem, if you I wait. I wait. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. You, so you with us? You, I, I'm with you now because I, I was trying to get my moment in, but y'all, it, it was, it was a subject. It wasn't a like, turn based. No, fight. no, because that wasn't it. That was no, because he's not Chekhov's gun. It was, you just. Said, oh, let me. You just using this opportunity to to on the low call me the credible Hulk. <laughs> no, it wasn't you, just you. It was all. It was everybody. It, okay. it was everybody was a into running it. joke in our friendship has been the hashtag Tifron's not a bully and hashtag <laughs> Tifron is the credible Hulk meme. <laughs> like Tifron on the internet and he posts a picture of the Hulk wearing the glasses. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever he gets too heated on a subject. Oh, there it is. There, there. He, he hulked out. It's done. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so I'm just, I, I'm just saying this. I'm not even saying I'm a good read of it. Cause I don't watch movies. Um, <laughs> Wikipedia has Chekhov's gun is a narrative principle that states mm-hmm. every element in a story must be necessary and irrelevant elements should be removed. So does that mean that the amulet could still be considered a Chekhov's gun? By that definition, <laughs> yes, but I'm still challenged. That That's fine. That's fine. You could take but it up with whatever Wikipedia editor. I was gonna say, like, it's usually something in the background. Like, we we've like fully acknowledged the fact that, like, you know, she's got this pendant that can make her invisible. So therefore, mm-hmm. so she's used it. If it was just like if they mentioned it, it's like remember to take your pendant, and like they never show what the pendant can do, and all of a sudden she uses it. Like that would have been like more of a Chekhov's gun. Hmm. I think we got three different definitions. Yeah, we do, don't and- we? I'm fully expecting this to be a running joke in future episodes, <laughs> so I'm fine with that. Well, I think I mentioned Chekhov's gun. Oh no, well it's already. Yeah, it's so I'm just like, oh no, shit, have I been? Chekhov's gun is already a, a running joke. This Chekhov's coffee cup. I'll, I'll have to check check off this list. <laughs> All this happened just for the sake of Kareem's education. Because mm-hmm. I was when y'all said Chekhov's gun and Chekhov's amulet, I was like, "Wait, was that in the movie?" <laughs> yes, it was. Thank you for asking. You like over there scanning the five e book like that? Like, where's, 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 where's the amulet of Chekhov? <laughs> but that's not the name of the amulet. I'm like, oh, they're talking about something else. Oh, okay. That's funny. So Kira was invisible. Thanks mm. to her may or may not be Chekhov's amulet <laughs> that was established in the beginning of the movie. And we heard Chris Pine tell her to go invisible when they got to the city. And we don't see it, but they had slipped her the anti-magic bracelet. And like that was a part of the plan. We don't hear his, nope. his final plan. But mm-hmm. after plan afterwards, e. Simon points out that, hey, your plan finally worked. <laughs> so the whole thing, them pretending to be frozen and all that, he, he thought about. So they put the the anti-magic bracelet on her. Now she's useless because she's a wizard. And 
Doric turns into the owl beast and beats the dog shit out of him. Yeah. They, they did a all, real They uh, already won. They, all, they, they did a real Hulk Loki yeah. situation. <laughs> I like how there were two instances. Like she attacks her, knocks her down. I was like, all right, well, you oh, well, got she's, her. She's got she grabs dead. her and just goes uh, off again. I was like, yeah. damn, okay. Just literally <laughs> just picking her up by the chest and just slamming her into the ground repeatedly, waiting. Nope, still conscious. Still slamming into the ground. What killed me was the owl's reactions in the yeah. face the entire time. Yeah, because it was like, what? Because like, <laughs> Simon or somebody was like, oh, well, she's got to be dead now. <laughs> Surely she's so, dead now. So, so can we go back to the time freeze? Because one of the things that kind of got me was like, I was like, did we assume that she was going to be monologuing? And that's why everyone stood still for so long and she didn't yeah. just like, turn around and just kill yeah. everybody? <laughs> On the plan. Oh, uh, so yeah, so and then she throws her. <laughs> uh, so she's definitely dead now after all of that. Oh man! So Artie realizes that they were short somebody, and in the process, Holga had been stabbed by the Red Wizard's blade. Yes, and you know, the, if you stab by a res- uh, Red Wizard's blade, you can't be healed mm-hmm. unless you have MacGuffin, the MacGuffin yeah. of Reawakening. <laughs> <laughs> So, check uh, off MacGuffin. Ed, Ed, <laughs> Ed the true MacGuffin are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Ed and Kara agree to use the tablet of reawakening the to my favorite sandwich, Olga, instead of going to bring back the wife. Because at some point, Chris Pond realizes, like, I've been trying to bring back my wife, not your mother. Yeah, like yep. yeah, yeah. He says that she was yep. a baby, so she never. Right. Yeah. Her mom, but she knew essentially her mom was Holga. Yep. Yeah. So that's why it's like, okay, well, I'm using it on Holga. And yep. yeah. Uh so they bring her back and we're all happy again because Holga's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Holga's like, why'd she use this on me? I'm not <laughs> worth it. Yeah. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Family. Family. You of all people should know that. Pops up. <laughs> all of a sudden simon's voice changes (laughs) family uh uh, and then we see uh uh forge escaping into the forest and like he trips and he looks up and And, like he's just like the the moonlight's behind him and everything so he's like glowing (laughs) it was so funny It it was a nice way to bring back bring him back at the very end since i want to say that he was walking the entire time and just ended up there <laughs> he just ended up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, he just never down. stopped <laughs> yep <laughs> he circled the entire planet it just got there it came back. <laughs> it's like sir that's two miles away it's like i had to take the long way around <laughs> he knew who he was though so like when he saw him it was like <laughs> you're going to jail <laughs> <laughs> So then, yeah, we find out uh, via Forge's narration at this point that our heroes were rewarded for saving Neverwinter and, like, Doric got the forest officially, like, under government protection. Mm-hmm. And then we see that Forge is actually in a pardon <laughs> hearing, uh, having been at the ice prison for a year now. <laughs> and <laughs> so the movie <laughs> ends where it began. And then he tried to jump on the bird, the bird dude, Jonathan, 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 the way uh, Edgin and Holga did in the beginning of the movie, but there is no window anymore because they ripped it up so the shit wouldn't happen again. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know what came over. 
<laughs> but fool me once. Jonathan! <laughs> they made Jonathan uh, w- w- brick that up. Man, yeah. it's like, look, never again. Right. <laughs> he's traumatized from it. He's on the ground again, getting tackled by another inmate. He's like, I'm too old for this look, shit. Look. <laughs> well, next yeah. time he's the coach, show up on time. <laughs> yeah. It was a storm. There was a storm. He was. It was, he was a storm. He was literally there. flying in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the movie. Um, let's see. Favorite aspect of the of the film. It had a lot of heart. Like I mean, I, I love the characters. Yeah. 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 So I, my, I'm with you. Like my one. I mean, I love movies in general, but like. One thing I really love is I think like good characters will make a movie. Like the plot mm-hmm. could be, you know, mediocre. Everything could be mediocre. But if you have really lovable characters, the other stuff would barely matter. Mm. And I enjoyed everybody. So that's pretty good. Yeah. They were very tight knit. I'm going to go on a, on a, a limb here. Like you said, if they're, if the character is good, that's great. If the characters seem close, like their connection is real feeling, mm-hmm. that's even better. Mm-hmm. Like Great Fast chemistry. Five, yep. <laughs> like everybody in Fast Five, like really, they like if if you've been around weird car people, like that whole section of time when they were like checking out which car would work, and everybody's like, no, 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 my shit's gonna do this. Like that just felt really mm-hmm. uniform and good and real, mm-hmm. and um, it made the movie work. Like the same as the same as these people really like knowing each other and like being in a situation where they have to work together it was cool i also liked how they didn't have they didn't force try to force a romantic narrative between actually the yes yeah. yeah i like how they kept it brother sister yeah, they, they established of, it immediately like yeah yeah. yeah yeah i think that was pretty refreshing from a storytelling component right and it worked too like because yeah. they still like shitted on each other yeah they still knew how each other functioned and like was there like how she came out sad and he immediately started singing yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like so, you can only joke on each other if you're that close. Right? Yeah, I don't know how much of it is attributed or uh, was intended, but I think that just the actors all feeling they accept the world that you know what I mean. It didn't seem like anybody was really just doing it for a paycheck per mm-hmm. se and phoning it in. Everybody kind of felt like they were attached to their roles in a way. Uh, they had that chemistry with the role. Uh, it wasn't just like um, you know just casting anybody because they thought that. Uh, the movie would sell better because it had right, Chris yeah. Pine's name in it. Right, Chris yeah. Pine was like the perfect person to do this fun this fact, specific role. He signed on because he sat in on his nephew's D and D game yeah. and saw how much fun he was having. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> and I think the two the two youngers, uh, cool. Simon and I don't remember the Tiefling's name, but uh, I believe that they uh, also have some Dork. televised, yeah, te- some televised thing where they're talking about the game that they also played. Uh, okay. In preparation for the role, well, so I uh, there was yeah. something that where where the actors actually played around a D and D too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think it would be really cool if, for some reason, they got Vin Diesel as well. Oh yeah, because yeah, he's a well-known yep. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Yeah, and they already got Michelle Rodriguez, but maybe they thought Look, it would have been. They bring in Vin and they make a family joke. See, my problem is I think it, he would try to take it too seriously. Like he tried mm-hmm. to make some like massively like serious campaign and just like no, like it's the as long as he doesn't if, if he's not a producer on it, yeah, then he can't. He, he's not going to have much of a say, and he'll appreciate just the joke. I feel like even if it was a cameo thing, you know yeah, what I mean? They yeah. made him a bad I'd guy. I'd love if it was like uh, you gotta you gotta twist him around. You can't have him do it. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's got to be <laughs> like, hey, back off. You don't don't screw with us. We're a family. He just goes, lame. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was one of the assassins that chased them into the underdark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would have been easy. That would have been yeah. so easy. You don't have to worry about him stealing the show. Right. You still get to keep your narration. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah it, you know, he doesn't play, have maybe the next one. Um, I do hope they make a sequel, but I hope it has nothing to do with this cast or this story. I think it'd be really yeah. cool if they went in different they direction. Bring in Zilt, though. Zilt, well, Reggae John, shit. Reggae John. He has to be in the second. He has to be yeah. the thing that connects yeah. the movies. Yeah. <laughs> He's in all the he movies. He just comes just back walking. for one sequence. Yeah. He just walks straight in. I just want to walk in. Just, just walk in and start talking. Just... <laughs> oh, um, I was I was gonna say I think I I don't know if his character was technically undead. Okay, because the the guys that he's fighting, yeah, were undead. Yes. He would he sl- he slit a dude's throat and the dude came back up and they're like filled with sand or something. I don't know, but the injuries that he got seemed to take more of a toll on him. Yeah. I don't know if it's because they were using necrotic energy where he was using holy or something. But uh, it seemed like he was still more human than undead. I mean, yeah. so another another complaint, like he's a paladin. He can use smite to kill undead. I don't understand how that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you're going to come back. And I'm like, you're a paladin, dude. <laughs> you can you can dispel evil. Like, it's, no, it's they're, a... they're undead plus. Yeah. You know I mean? uh, they played undead. They they got their save data back. Now they, they got the extra. <laughs> New <All> game right. <laughs> plus. Yeah. Uh, here's a good one. Uh Favorite character and what character are you, Tim? Okay. Um, I really like Michelle Rodriguez's character. No, no, like seriously, mm-hmm. she she Home made the character. The role was carved out for her. Mm-hmm. It was a complete utter utter niche that she fit into. Uh, but there's a there's a high probability to have Simon. <laughs> All right, Kareem. Uh, I would say the Barbarian because she she made the movie move and made it hilarious she she made it gave it heart uh she was the glue for the whole group to me mm-hmm. me at who i would be uh <laughs> jarnison <laughs> jarnison <laughs> everyone's favorite Eric. i'm sorry you're you're saz tam because you don't have a corporeal form uh, <laughs> you know what? You know There's what? a shadow in the corner. <laughs> I, I, I guess I guess I'm Simon because I don't, uh, you know, got powers. Don't quite know how to use them. You know, I'm just kind of doing winging it. I'm winging it. Just you know, okay. Let me try this spell. See if this works. All right, Chris. Kajin, I, I I like this his entire arc again. <laughs> and again, it kind of goes back to like, hey, these guys are. Uh, wait, what, what were the uh, the groupies? the harpers harpers Harpers. yes like (laughs) i did all this work for for no pay and now i'm struggling (laughs) (sighs) i don't think any of this was his fault i think it was the fault of whoever decided this is a good idea (laughs) it's like we're gonna we're gonna have all these this network of spies we're not gonna pay them shit no (laughs) it's a flawed system right um but yeah, uh, he's he's always doing the wrong thing for the right reason. So, uh, like Ejin is definitely like like my favorite character throughout this movie. Uh, the character that represents. I don't want to say Simon again because we've got two Simons already. But it's just like one of those. <laughs> it, like, it is what it is. If it's, it's like it's like it's like I'm not confident about things, but then like when I'm put in a situation, <laughs> and you're just like, okay, I guess I can do it. So 
I guess I, I resonate more with Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Rem? Uh, you know, I don't know if I had any specific favorites, but if I had to pick a character, I don't think I could pick one because it's like, all right, so I got I got the brain stats of Holga. I've got uh, maybe <laughs> the charisma of an Edgen. And uh, I don't know, the the build of perhaps a Simon? Uh, I don't know. And then like the social social awkwardness of, uh, I don't know, Dorkin or whatever mm-hmm. her name was. Dor- yeah. So you, you yeah. hate humans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all of these, all, you know, when your powers combine, I am some guy in Southern California who speaks on a podcast every once in a while about movies. <laughs> uh, my favorite character is, I was about to say, Reggie Jean Page. That's not his character's name. But Reggie John Cena. <laughs> that was hilarious. Who am I actually? Um, say Simon again. I, I'm going to have to go with Demberchard. Look, man, I'm just Good choice. I got his appetite. Fat dragon in in in, in, in his lair. Wonder why people up in his house. <laughs> 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 All right, well, shoot, we we did enough uh, final thoughts. I wouldn't have a problem with it. This movie being uh, made into some se- sort of sequel. I agree with. Uh, I think Red said not the same people. Yeah. Uh, new, a new party. I want to I wanna see a rogue. I want to see a rogue. You can do a heist. A heist. Well, it's kind of a heist movie. I mean, right? we did watch. Oh, we did get. We Forge did get hustled into watching a heist. How, movie. how would you say feel that? If part two was about the daughter growing up. I would be more okay with that because then you got to also explore different classes and mm. more so different races. Yeah. Now, I feel weird because it's like it feels like when I when I was talking about the prosthetics before the Aarakocra, the Dragonborn. What I mean that it's difficult to replicate is that if you ever want to do a movie with an Aarakocra, you're going to have to have an entire movie with this weird animatronic oh, helmet I thing. So yeah. it's just, it's difficult to replicate that in a, in a semi-reasonable setting. Um, so, mixing it. Yeah. And like we They're... live in a post cats society. I know what they can do. You seen the you know what I mean? Cut? At least in that, dir- yes. I was gonna. I didn't want to mention it, but somebody else got. It. Um, so I just feel like you can kind of push the boundaries without going hard CG. But um, yeah, no, I love to see a second second movie, different place, different people. Maybe keep some people, have them do cameos, bring in Vin Diesel like we were talking about, just for a little walk on role. He looks like a barbarian, but he's like a cleric. Yeah. I wouldn't want Vin Diesel to be like the barkeep. He's he's behind yeah. the bar. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. He's, a, he's he's the exposition sponge. Right. You come in and he squeezes some mm-hmm. some story on you. You guys are gonna keep coming back to this to this bar. I'm gonna have to start charging you double because you always bring trouble. Like shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh that that is the character that I have running for my son's campaign, who is an ex warden who runs a bar who is a half orc. So Vin Diesel, call me up. I got a role for you. Have I ever told you guys how badly I want Vin Diesel to play all of his characters in a thing together? <laughs> no. <laughs> like it's just everyone's broody. It's it's triple X and well, I guess it, 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 as things are, triple X meeting Dom mm-hmm. should and could happen. Yeah. And I think it would be just amazing if Dom's like, I don't fucking like this guy, and triple X is like, What's your problem with me? I'm on the same side as you. I just want to stop these terrorists. Who said they did anything wrong? Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Dom's getting heated. 
<laughs> you guys should. And then just in the back, Letty, you guys should kiss. <laughs> yeah. What? What did you say? Nothing. I didn't say nothing. She sits back, just thinking about it. Spit on him a little bit. Did you go? What? I keep hearing. I can hear what you're saying. Anything? I didn't hear you. What you say? I said, did you go? What? I'm asking final thoughts. Great movie. Definitely want a part two. Like, like you guys said, with different cast. That totally different cast. Uh, I don't. I would if they did do somebody. I would just want the daughter older. Maybe she's doing something or whatever. But none of the adults that were there now. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a second movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on. He, he need, he need. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, he needs to walk on. He had. He, <laughs> he don't even have to be a part of the story. He, just have him walk. Just walk through. I would love it if they're if they're discussing something and just see him walking in, the, walking in the background, walking and drop a gem like like Denzel. <laughs> just hey, a little cameo. Passing over large rocks. You can't take just it walking with you. by and he walks right directly over yeah. like. Something. I mean, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe maybe the daughter wants to be a paladin and she goes see uh go sees uh Jean and and see if she can learn from him. I don't something. Okay, dude. I I would love if they made her a rogue. I think that'd be really fun. Mm. <laughs> she did spend a lot of time with the, yeah, with her yeah, forge. She's already got the background yeah. stealing. Stuff. That would be hilarious. She was stealing with her parents. She's, yeah, she's she's got a, a gem of invisibility. So I mean, uh, Tifron, I've got terrible news for you. What happened? There are lots of Thumberjawed toys. <laughs> one of them is a Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got to look this up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't actually it shoot. No, it doesn't I, actually. Shoot. It's got it's little like, nerf darts, like, but I'm like, it shouldn't. Oh it shouldn't God. right. <laughs> it shouldn't even work. That's funny. There, there are very few Funko Pops that I would ever want to own, but they did come out with the Gelatinous Cube one. Uh-huh. Oh my God! Perfect. I love it so much. That's the only one I want. Uh, I agree with everything y'all just said. I want a sequel so bad. I hope they don't think of this as a failure. Yeah, we're, we're probably going to end bummer. up getting one in like instead of it being like a two year sequel, it's probably going like to be like four. a five or seven year yeah. sequel. All right. Yeah. And so finally, let's give our ratings. All right, Tim. Uh, my regular rating is flat out. Would I recommend? And I already have twice um, outside of outside of the people that it's a quote unquote geared towards. Yeah, geared towards. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's plenty of people who don't even care about D&D or like fantasy stuff that would love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an easy way to sneak somebody uh, into where uh, watching a heist movie. Uh, I, I, I halfway through, I was like, wait a minute. These plans are really specific. Wait and, I could de- and I could definitely hear a little bit of a jazzy bass going on during this. Hmm. We, Everybody has a specific guy, guy. This podcast love heist movies. No, oh, yeah, but that's that's not, the, I would ninety percent recommend this to most people, and uh, uh, maybe even watch it with some of them. Like, come on, we're going. Oh, yeah, we're I'm gonna, definitely gonna it's definitely open up good the Amazon, to, like just put on. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kareem. Okay, it, I, I had as much fun watching this movie as I did when I watched uh, the One Piece series on uh, uh, Netflix. So it's a good adaptation. Plug, you're just trying to further the One Piece. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Every instance. Man, All right. When are they going to end that series? I'm ready for two piece. I think we're like, <laughs> two piece in the biscuit. <laughs> One piece shipping. <laughs> <One piece. laughs> Boofy. This is Luffy. Well, uh, Boofy. 
no. Yes, no. I apologize. I'm not sorry. All right, but yeah, I did hear one piece is great. So that's that's Kareem's review. All right. Uh, Ren. Uh, so yeah, if we're going to talk about those two different, uh, rating systems, yes, I would give it a positive. I would tell people to watch it. Cause I think what we were talking about before about like the bones of a movie. Mm-hmm. I think everything is there to be an entertaining movie without understanding the mechanics of D and D. Yeah. And that was part of the, what a they successful adaption. Oh uh, yeah. It was like, they have to have it. People who aren't familiar with the game still mm-hmm. care. Right? It's, it's yeah. well put together and it tells a fun story. There is no like dead air, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. everything it never a hits point. a low. Yeah, yeah. it's just constantly ramping up, and uh, it's a fun watch. Now, as a movie on like a, a scale, I'd probably give it what I saw on IMDb, which would have been about a 70 percent. Okay. Um, as a movie, which is not the best, but it's it's good enough, it's a fun watch. Um, uh, we haven't said anything negative so far or at least any crit- no, actual like no. critiques the against the movie yeah i'd even go have, as far as to give it like a 7.5 but i mean like do you have anything that significant to take away other than it just being a good movie oh, i don't think there's enough white people kind of knock it down a little bit <laughs> sorry go ahead you mean like anything that like like took it from like a ten to a seven? Yeah, you know, I'm not saying you. I'm not trying to like backwards, you know, Jedi mind trick you. Oh shit! I do hate the movie. I'm, no, <laughs> um, I'm just asking if there's it. any reason, anything that exists in that two point five per space that that's significant enough to to mention. You know, I could, I might even be like a little bit hasty. I could go as high as like an eight, you know, as far as like an adaption goes, I don't know if I was ever going to really like love it okay. unless it was serving a level of authenticity that would have been reserved for uh Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Oh, like, cool. okay. like if I was looking for like a hard 10, I might look towards that, but it's, it's D and D it's not supposed to be a mm. hard high yeah. fantasy you it's just fun you just and replace thumbershod with a, a giant 20-sided dice that just rolls down the yeah well, for adaptation for like uh like game or or whatever adapt- movie adaptations mm-hmm. is the scale that when we watch it for it not to be horrible like not to take away from the game is that mm-hmm. the that and then if, the it, if it doesn't then it's like oh great movie great movie mm-hmm. I feel that. Because that was the fear. That was the fear going into it. It's like, oh, fuck, they're making another one of these things. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Especially with the black eye that they had with the early 2000s one. That one like, was rough. People, oh. I actively worked to forget about it after watching it recently. I forget about a cream of wheat. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I, I keep you. thinking you're talking about Kareem at first, and then you say, of wheat. I'm just like, sir. Uh, <laughs> we got trapped in Kareem of wheat. I'm like, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> overall good movie. Too long didn't read. Overall good movie. All right. I, I definitely extended that unnecessarily. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, not at all. It, it's fair because I should be able to reconcile why it's not like a 10. Mm. You know what I mean? What you got, Chris? All right. So uh, I guess my scale will be out of 10. Because I guess that'll be easier to do. But 
I'd give it a solid eight. Um, there are definitely some narrative things that kind of fall apart, but like as a D and D player, like it's one of those things where like the DM will just like bend the rules for you a little bit because narratively it's, it's a lot more interesting to do a weird thing than to just like, Oh yeah, this would never happen. So like a rules lawyer. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so uh, it, and, and it makes up for it and, and like how fun it is and how great the characters are. And like, it seemed like everybody that made this movie had a lot of fun playing in in this world so i would love for them to do a, a sequel um again not they don't have to use these characters but again like narratively like uh, i've read a few D books and like there's there's just like a whole plethora of things that they can just pull oh, from yeah. and it'd be so great to see I, so i hope i agree with you i like stuff like this that the lore is so rich mm-hmm. them not making more movies is frustrating because, mm-hmm. like, that's my thing with the... Oh, I haven't made any World of Warcraft jokes this whole episode. Uh, my, that's <laughs> well, my thing with the Warcraft movie. Like, that lore oh, is God. so deep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that movie, it wasn't amazing, but I thought it was serviceable. I thought it was okay. And I wanted to see more movies. And they, they started at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, like, they didn't even get to, like, the d- really dope shit yet. Yeah. So, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, now it's like, it feels like a waste. So I'm like, okay, we're doing this with Dungeons and Dragons again. Uh, I'm not familiar with the lore, but I know it's a lot going on and there's plenty to pull from. So just as long as you can pull it off, make it decent, go for it. But, you know, studios want to make a billion off every movie now. So who knows? You know, it would be cool if they did a part two and they started off with like, uh, like Hoga and uh, what's his name? Uh, talking like we're gonna get their movie and then it trails off to talk to the actual stars like they start off with hoga them talking get ready to do whatever adventure and then mm-hmm. they leave and then somebody else just starts talking and then oh. it's like oh wait <laughs> these are the actual characters it, it, uh, it like it was a fake out yeah yeah <laughs> I, I think it's a really good means to employ a little bit more exposition with every sequel that comes out Mm -hmm. so at the end you've fleshed out the entire land you've given the context of all the religions and the factions and social hierarchies and all that stuff but um i mean we're talking about setting up like a i don't want to say like a marvel universe you know what i mean for D &D, Mm -hmm. but uh it just sucks like you guys are saying if it's not considered a success it's not likely to get the sequel that necessarily deserves. And right. I feel like yeah. that is largely built off the chemistry of the writing and the actors. They really, you know, everything kind of coalesced into this thing that worked really well. So if they don't have the money to prove that they can do it again, it's, it, it sucks might not because, come out. So yeah, we're in that position, but to me, I feel like most of the money went to the stars. Like, yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of CGI, but, felt like sets are pretty big too i mean like when you i mean yeah yeah like like the the prison and then um budget like i i just want if they do it again they already established that they could pull it off Mm -hmm. i don't know you know but you know enough good enough maybe they can get less expensive stars to save on the budget so they can maybe i don't know i don't know but i think there's enough hungry actors out there that would take part in this uh, and maybe demand less of a cut. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, going back to One Piece again, it's it's, it's been proven. <laughs> like if you if you put unknown, sometimes like you know they'll surprise yeah. you. Like it's it's not always like it's not always about getting a big name to get people in the seats. Sometimes it's just about a good performance. You're talking about they got Sony True. Chiba's son. <laughs> Holy shit! Sony's yeah. Sony Chiba. Yeah, 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, for me, I really enjoyed it, and I don't have like the background like y'all got in it, so I don't know if there's any flaws. But like from a movie standpoint, this is what I love in a movie mm-hmm. to sit and enjoy myself for two hours, and it delivered. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Nice. It, hey. it wasn't. It wasn't life changing. So, oh, so we can't get him to play D and D, guys. We're <laughs> but, this close. <laughs> but as far as a movie, I have nothing to say to take away from it. it mm. I enjoyed the whole thing. Everything was firing on all cylinders for me, and it was just fun. And like, absolutely, you don't always movie, get yeah. just fun movies anymore. So. I'm, I've seen I'm it. incredibly satisfied. I've watched it four times and I'm still not bored of it. Like, you know, I watched yeah, it again last weird. night before yeah. and I was just like, I was like, this is still a fun movie. Like, I know yeah, exactly yeah. what's going to happen and all yeah. the beats, but it's like, this is still, still entertaining. Like, like I said, it, you could just put it on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that's also so dense that I've, I've watched it. I've only watched it twice now. I definitely but, got a whole lot more out of it on my second watch this morning. Yeah. And you're, you're <laughs> still picking out little things like, ha I recognize that <laughs> reference. Ha I understand why that happened. You can hear Oga get stabbed during that fight at the end of the movie. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Even, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I was uh, like, I was like, Oh, there it was. Yeah. So and the choreography for that final fight scene, actually for just about all the fight scenes. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really on oh, yeah, point. That fight scene when, when they went back to the castle at the end mm-hmm. and like Holga was going in. I was like, oh yeah, yeah oh Michelle. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Michelle, Michelle said, "Hold my axe," and then she yeah. just destroyed the entire room, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I would buy the Criterion of this. Criterion. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they'd ever release a Criterion, but I'd buy it. That's that's my that, that's how, that's my creative rating is. There you go. What level yeah. of DVD I would I would fuck with, with the movie? Uh, all right. And oh, uh, that, one oh. thing I did want to mention, uh, Tiff, you you said we got some really nice comments in the last week. We got a nice comment. Previous episodes, right? We got a nice comment. That's more than we normally get. So. <laughs> yes, we got we got our first. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> Things are looking up. <laughs> was... Everything's coming up, Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah uh, on that note plugs tim oh same old same old if uh if you don't know about D sluggers by, by now you're probably just like about 90 percent of the population that's fine uh come on through watch me work on uh this cover on patreon if you've ever heard of the band i am dynamite i don't know what caused it i to some degree i know them or at least they they remember me well enough to to be like, hey, it's Tim. And um, last time I played a show with them, I was like, I'm gonna cover one of your songs. It'll be fun. They're like, well, don't don't forget to tag us in it. And I did do that. But uh, I started working on that. I think it's coming together pretty good over on Patreon. I'm gonna post something this week. Uh, Instagram, uh, Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. If anyone needs a Blue Sky code, hit me up. I don't know why, but now I Chris have three one more. Uh, yeah, um, I got Blue Sky Instagram. MySpace, maybe I don't know. Don't <laughs> don't. Uh, Kareem. Nope, no plugs. Nope, no plugs. All right, I ha- I have no plugs. It's all his hair. Uh, yeah, we're we're power bummer everywhere. So, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Blue Sky. Uh, I also have 
some blue sky inlay codes I'm trying to shell off to people. We we have actually had a little bit of traction on our Etsy, which I haven't actually been talking about, but I keep saying power bummer. So I'm hoping it's enough to incept manifest the word in, yeah, into the public consciousness. Uh, we're just uh, a couple Red of our designers. Manifest things. <laughs> I'm going to get my horn. We've recently just sold a couple uh ball sack stickers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it says... It says, don't test tease, test these. And it's basically just uh, a ball sack with a... When you said test these, is it spelt with a D? <laughs> D's? <laughs> no, it's just, a, it's just a picture of a running ball sack with a cap on. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it, you know it's, it's just fun graphic design nonsense. Um, you know, come check us out. Uh, we typically ship within like three days. All right. Uh, Chris? Uh, I, I guess... like. My Instagram that I haven't updated in months, uh, I'm at I'm underscore no underscore artist. Uh, one day I'll get back into into drawing, but just haven't had the time lately. You uh, did What's do a like? custom uh, the custom logo for a shirt for me once, and it I kicked did. ass. I made some enamel pins of it, too. I still have that pin sitting right here in my office. You, you draw I had somebody or... steal one from me. That's how good they were. I guess you, you used to draw? Oh uh, yeah, but uh, again, capitalism's got me down. So it's just it's work, work, work. <laughs> I got you. I got to do the job that that pays money. So I I feel that. Right. Yeah, we're works. like we're how much we're I on the verge right of now. being a we're we're on the verge of being a startup. Let's be careful. <laughs> like, I mean, we're already on all a podcast together. Like, so. yeah, I know. It's a slippery slope. Next thing we could be hawking like fucking energy drinks. So let's go, let's slow know. down. You don't understand. They're non fungible tokens. <laughs> Whole bunch of edgins up in here. Uh, all right. I finally. This is episode twenty five. By the way, yay! Yeah. Uh, after twenty five episodes, I finally have a threads for the podcast so (laughs) at sgbk uh podcast on threads um we have one for blue sky too s at sgbk.bsky.at or just search secret group of brown kids at the movies on both of those and those are our official accounts and please interact with us because we'll talk back (laughs) we'll also talk shit if you're into it (laughs) if you want to fight we got that. <laughs> okay, this escalated. <laughs> what is a Chekhov's gun? Come on. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this has been a really, really fun. I know we went even more nerdier than we usually do, but no, I feel like if no. you're still here, you appreciated it. So <laughs> it was fun. Catch us next week where we're about to start. What are we doing? Uh, oh, we're doing our Martin Scorsese slash Leonardo DiCaprio miniseries, and I got to fucking buy Paramount Plus. Jeez. Oh, uh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Later. <laughs>